testing one two good evening good night i'm I'm sorry i have some real shitty uh internet service worst fucking service i've ever dealt with man don't ever 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 get spectrum this shit is trash they invest all they damn they invest all they damn shit into the commercials this shit is garbage I'm literally the only person sitting next to this damn router, the only one using it, and this shit is fucking bugging out. So salute to everybody, man. Shout out to my podcast crew. Appreciate y'all as always. <laughs> How you doing? Um, yeah, so it's a little bit after the Super Bowl. Um, Wi-Fi still tripping out. It pisses me off. But uh, what are you going to do? So hold on. We got to make a little arrangement here. Let me just make sure my shit is on the right network. Because this shit is on 5G. This shit is bugging out. Unbelievable. Shout out to JM, man. What's going on? Shout out to JM. What up? Salute to you, big bro. Appreciate you, man. Um, Just trying to get some things together here. I had a very, very uh cool day. I could say that definitely was cool cool on my end you know hope it went good for y'all you know good good evening good day how'd you enjoy super bowl was it great did you get did you eat all the food did you drink did you get drunk fucking idiots man yeah <laughs> you gotta stop the bullshit man do something y'all gotta be a little more creative man like come on man because it's getting it's getting bad out here it's getting bad. Nobody knows what the fuck to do no more. I just came over here, right? I'm on, I'm driving to the studio and I see nothing but drunk motherfuckers all over the place. Just drunk. One of my neighbors came in the crib all fucking, hey, hey, Nate. You know, slobbering and coked up. And y'all niggas think people just be drunk all the time. Niggas be high, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't be seeing where the person's bouncing up in their nose. Like, that shit is just all the way crazy, man. Um, I mean, listen, you got to remember, I'm not a, I'm not a sports person, so I'm already like biased to the whole shit. So this is the reason why, you know what I'm saying? The reason why I have a hard time being sports person is I don't see the significance on watching these rich motherfuckers get richer and then at the end of it, oh, they crying with each other. We ain't getting shit out the fucking deal. I just don't think the world was supposed to be wired this way. These niggas is making hella cash. They're emotional, and I get it. The emotion is dope that y'all emotional and blah blah blah. But I just, I just couldn't do it. And and let, let, let me let me give you my little lick because I listen. I don't fuck with it, but I fucks with it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna fuck with it from a troll basis. So I know y'all, a lot of y'all niggas gonna be like, fuck that nigga. I'm gonna follow Nate. He talking about the Bengals and shit, you know. But I was actually rooting for the Bengals because I just know that they was gonna lose any fucking way. But the reason for me is it's not it's not necessary. It's kind of like you forced him to get into this stuff when you really are not into it. So. But when you watch it, you're like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool to watch a team do what they do. But I think the part where I felt like a complete fucking dick was at the end of it where these niggas is winning millions and millions of dollars. And <laughs> I'm sitting here like, yeah, right on. And it's like, yeah, we did it. Like, niggas be like, yo, we did it. Like, the fuck was you talking about? We did it. We ain't do shit. 
Like, <laughs> so I, I, I'm the one that has that problem. Like, I, I, I don't get that part. And that, and, and I'm saying that's that's just me, you know. Like, that's the only thing with me. Like, my whole thing is like, I don't, I don't, I don't get that part. Like, I'm not gonna be sitting here like, yeah, we fucking did it, we fucking got him, yeah. And then the reality comes in like, okay, I, I'll tell you my part. Let me start from the part where I started. So I think I started with the first. Uh, I I kind of caught it in the beginning. I did. I ain't gonna lie. I did. So as I'm watching it, um, you know, I went through that whole level. I think they were showing Jay Z was in the stands and a few people was there, and that part was all good. Uh, a few celebrities. Um, I really feel like this. Just for fast forward, I know that COVID is going on, and we don't know what the fuck to do with ourselves. So now we like try to revamp a holiday or a big day and then we're back to normal because a lot of y'all motherfuckers got to go to work tomorrow with hangovers and some of y'all motherfuckers doing drugs you're gonna feel even worse so anyway um i'm watching the the game and i think one thing that was cool where i was like um i think there was a part where um the Bengals were winning I was like, oh, shit. So, you know, one of my uncles called me up like, yo, you was right. And I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just like to talk shit. Like, yeah, let them niggas win. Because you got to have, you got to pick some side. You want to have some form of happiness or something just to be involved, right? So let me try to be involved in this this thing. Now, I'm not a sports person. So, of course, I'm a little biased to it. So a lot of people are like, oh, shut the fuck up. You know what you're talking about. Right, but whatever. So as I'm watching it, I'm like, yo, this shit is pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Um. And um, got family around and shit like that. Now, my, I didn't do like the whole, you know, chips and dip shit and all. Like, I can't get into all that. Like, that's not, that's just not my thing. So, <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't get into none of that. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't doing all that. But, you know, I had my little chicken wings, I guess. So, I kind of was, kind of was playing the role, right? Just a little bit. So, so anyway, as I, you know, proceeded to make an ass of myself. No, I'm just playing. As I proceeded to kind of go on with this whole thing with the the game, so I sat there and watched it. <laughs> and I think the halftime, fast fast forward, halftime came up. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. Um, This is the issue that I had with halftime. The issue that I had with is that they just want to check. Like, yeah, there was history there. It was Black History Month, first time. You know, they did this. You know, you know, to see Snoop. Snoop came in there with his pajamas, his crimp pajamas on. And, you know, Snoop is a terrible dresser, by the way. Terrible, terrible. I don't care what Snoop wears. Snoop always looks like a bum. Like, not that he's dirty, not that he's poor. He just always looks like a fucking bum. Like, I don't care what he wears. He always looks dusty, right? So, it, I kind of seen that first. And then, then I seen Dr. Dre and, you know, Dr. Dre, you know, he's, and, and, and none of these niggas is hype. I guess it was like the props or whatever they was on, like that little stage thing, which was mad, mad awkward. I don't know what the fuck. That shit like a cruise boat. But everybody's jumping on all the shit and um, nobody was hype. Like they just was rich niggas. Just let's just get this song away. We're going to make $150 million every 10 minutes because, you know, them niggas got a crazy bag for that shit. 
No, no, I'm sorry. So back, no, no, no. I did miss The Rock. The Rock was on there. The niggas got like a 22-inch waist now. <laughs> so, so The Rock got a 22-inch waist. He's cock diesel. And, you know, it's all natural right there. So shout out to The Rock. So, <laughs> so moving on. So that I'm watching Dre, and I'm like, all right, Dre. Um, Dre doesn't look like he used to. And I don't mean older-wise. It's just like everybody was slow on the show. Like slow, like to the point where Y'all niggas are performing like y'all the Ozzy brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like I could I could see the Ozzy brothers slowing it down, but the only one that I seen that was that was himself, maybe, was maybe Eminem and Eminem. I think Eminem was himself. Eminem did this song so many times. He had to perform that song at least fucking 200,000 times. So he was on some some, you know, M was on his shit. I like the way M was. M M shit was cool. But um 50, what the fuck was 50? Yo, 50, what the fuck is wrong with 50 Cent? <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, what's wrong with 50 Cent? Yo, like 50, you 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 wore that damn, that gay pride. So it was no offense, y'all. No offense to my gay people. My, you wore this gay pride, uh, that, that G-Unit, the stupid ass uh, tank top that was always, that white beat, it was horrible when y'all first came out with that shit. <laughs> then I'm looking at 50s bad swollen. I'm like, yo, the nigga fifth. Like, yo, dude, if you're not in good shape, don't wear a fucking. You need a girdle, my nigga. Like, there's certain shit you should you do. I don't say y'all. I, I don't think the dude should have been up there with suits, but I feel they should have been. The, the the effort of style was terrible. 50 looked horrible. He looked very uncomfortable. Um. Who else? For fifty, looked very uncomfortable. Um, Kendrick Lamar was cool, little OD on the performance because he had his head down the whole time. <laughs> but again, I'm just I'm putting this shit down, so don't mind me, right? Um, but it was good to see that Kendrick Lamar because Kendrick Lamar is like the rapper where I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like I love Kendrick Lamar first album, right? Yeah, but fifty looked really like I'm concerned, you know what I mean? Like, 50 wasn't looking good. It was almost like, yo, fifth, like, why you look so water, like a lot of water, you know what I'm saying? Like, these niggas is eating a lot of fucking Pop-Tarts at night or something, but 50 wasn't looking good. Mary J. Blige was trying to do the Holy Ghost thing, and it was like, yo, nigga, do not cry on this fucking performance, Mary. Like, not today, not today, nigga. We know you cry your fucking ass off, but not today. Please be easy. All right, please, please, please be easy. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Canadian girl. What up, baby girl? Uh, shout out to JM, man. Oh, I'm about to get to that in a minute. No question. Shout out to you. So um, I didn't think the performance was amazing. I thought whatever historical thing that they did was great. But if, if I wanted to say performance, I don't think there was. No, what, what performance? I mean, if anybody that performed, I feel the dancers did a fabulous job. I think all them fucking dancers, all them damn choreographers, all them dancers, shout out to the choreographers that did all that. That was magnificent. They didn't get no credit. Um, Dr. Dre was just walking around and sneakers looking all goofy. <laughs> He's just down. I didn't know he could play the piano, but he is a producer. So he was playing the piano. I thought he was going to go a little harder, which would have made the show cool if he had did some Alicia Keys shit and went in. Because Alicia Keys is more of a musician more than a singer. You know what I mean? So I thought he was going to do that, but, you know, dressed all in black. You know how Dre do. Just never changes. Dre been wearing black clothes since fucking 
NWA. Like he never it's all remember the old video back in the day with NWA, they all had the just the black clothes in his closet. Everything was what he said. Remember he looked in the closet, he's like, We're not gonna wear today. Everything was black. So um, but it was good to see Dre because Dre almost died. Um I felt that he could have lose he could have lost a little gray beard. That 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 just it was just like just cut off. You have a young face, you know what I'm saying? So you you could he could have just cut that off. Um but he was looking like Andre for for a change. He wasn't looking like the polished dude that was thinking that he was above the world. So that was cool. So shout out to him. Um, and moving along, um, uh, Mary J. Blige, like I said, it was just, she started doing her little thing. I'm like, Mary, don't you scare these people because they're going to make a meme of you right now because, you know, she started doing that. Oh, God. you know, we understand that. But, you know what I'm saying? Don't scare these white folks. They, they're still trying to get over the whole situation that happened with Janet Jackson years ago. But that, that was it. I mean, um, I didn't feel the energy of like, wow, like fucking amazing. I thought the props, shout out to the damn fucking damn creative directors now. Again, we got to give these people the credit. I thought that was amazing. Shout out to the camera and it was catching all them angles because they was working the fuck out of them um, because they had to catch all them dances. You know what I'm saying? They dancing on one side of the building with this weird setting. The setting was strange, but I get it. I guess they try to make it like a little village and shit. And that part was cool. Like they really tried to do like a, a Broadway play type of thing. If y'all didn't realize that, that's what they was trying to do. So that was cool. So, um, but yeah, so fast forward, um, I'm watching it and then I found myself like on the phone and doing some editing and shit like that. And then, uh, I see when these niggas started losing and I started seeing the face of the Bengals. No, no, I started seeing the face of, yeah, the Bengals is losing. They started losing. Now. I mean, they niggas all fucked up. So, they was like really like tight or whatever. Then you know they won. Okay, so niggas lost, right? Uh, this is one disturbing part though. So I'm watching all this and I'm seeing them. You know, the, this beautiful fucking woman comes out of it. And I guess it was she was one of their wives. I'm like, whoa, who the hell is that? And she just looked like money. And then she just pulled up, and it was just like, and then you see them all crying and hugging each other. I'm like, yo, this watching people win thing. I don't think this is healthy. I, I I feel that if we had the support that we give sports in the world, I think the world would be in such a better place, right? But this was like creepy to me. Like I was, this is how I felt. I was like, yo, I'm watching these niggas. These niggas just won millions and millions of dollars. I watch all these celebrities get on stage and just perform. They didn't give a performance. I feel that the halftime show they performed. They didn't give a performance. I feel the people that performed, we will probably never know who they were. I think that I think the dancers did a performance. I don't think Dr. Dre and Snoop did a performance. I don't think Fifty Cent did a performance. I don't think I think Eminem performed too. He did a you know what I mean. Eminem did Eminem, so I, I can't even say performance either. I mean, I performed. Um, I think Kendrick Lamar probably was the only one that really performed. I think that he was trying to be in sync. Like I said, it was a little. A little, little annoying when he had his head down for the longest, but they they tried to do a, a play. And that's what's happening now. You know, these creative directors copy and paste shit, so they trying to take a lot of it. Because, you know, Broadway shows is official. Like, they got the fucking creativity on lock because they got to do live shows, and they, there's no there's no mistakes. So I thought that part was was cool. But, um, yeah, I, I feel that um, it was cool. But, again, we just watching other niggas win money. Again, on top of the millions of millions of dollars, like I, I, I don't, I don't know about you. That's why I probably I don't watch sports. But I, 
I, I just can't get into that. You know what I mean? I think I think at that point it was like, okay, that's it. And then as I'm driving over here, I see all these fucking losers swerving and shit. And you know, you could tell people people running lights because I'm like, damn, nigga, like this you got you you had you had to get fucked up over niggas that I, I don't get that part. Like, are you from are you from are you from any of these states? Like, are you from California? Is there anything that you, I I can't see you getting to the point like yeah yeah? Like, how many of y'all was crying? Like, <laughs> shout out to John L. Shout out to shout out to Mrs. Wism. Like, how many of y'all actually cried? You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it, I think the emotion of anybody winning is great, but watching somebody win. I mean, would you do that? Would you guys do that when somebody wins lotto and you know you sat there and they're crying and they got this big check that they won eight billion dollars and you're sitting there like a fucking idiot watching them? Like it's kind of the same thing. So I don't know. I think I think I think it was like a, a cult. I always think some things are in denial. I felt like they did a performance with the real crowd. Mind you, this is not like a year ago. Like there's no restrictions here too much. You know what I mean? They, they, these people was actually doing a full performance from what I've seen. Like it was, it wasn't like it was um, virtual. So I feel like we're, you know, this is kind of the in denial thing. Like everybody's still in denial that this shit is real and it will never be the same. ever <laughs> again. Y'all keep, they're going to keep bringing variant and variant. And before you know it, the whole world's going to be wiped out. But um, I get it. People feel that they have to live and do whatever. But now the reality is it's 12.07 a.m. and it's on a Monday and it's Valentine's Day. So now what? Now we've got to go get gifts and do this and do that. And people that don't have anybody, how do they feel today? You know what I'm saying? That, that's that's the thing that you have to think about. So um, anyway, fast forward, I'm here. And, um, you know, I had to make sure that, you know, um, I always like to bring that energy. So anyway, I was having a a little moment. Like I said, I'm driving here and I'm seeing all these drunk motherfuckers driving. I'm just like, damn, yo, shit is just crazy. So, um, a particular homegirl of mine's called today and, um, it was so good to hear from her because, um, one thing I like about her, she has to warm up, you know, she knows what I'm talking about. I'm not going to mention her name, but she has to warm up and she called me up and then she's like, um, you know, catching me up on whatever's going on in her life and this, that, and the third. I'm like, everything is good. And, um, she was saying how she was at this event and at this event, she had somebody there that was basically like, I got my house and you know, it's mine. I own it. And you know, the the one thing I got to, Oh my God, this fucking world is full of losers. Like, I don't think y'all realize where I'm going to go with this. And, 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 and this is why I have to, um, really stress to you how important it is to being influenced or under the influence is never good. If you, if you stop, if a cop stops you and you get, you're under the influence, going to jail, right? You're under the influence. You could, you're impaired. You could hurt somebody. You could kill somebody. If you're under the influence, you're not seeing straight. My friend, she was under the influence. She could get it, she could have got raped. Now, if I was a douchebag, I'd be like, yo, fuck it. Let me go get my dick sucked right now because my neighbor should do it. You know, but everything was just this zone of watching people under the influence. Whether you're under the influence of watching this game and you may have bet a lot of money and lost or even won. If you won, you won. If you lost, you know, you're a fucking loser, right? So that's the reality, you know. So but the influences is what I'm talking about. It's like when we watch things and we watched 
Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. These are performers. Like, I feel that Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and them are just lazy performers. There's no show. There's no tone to them. You know, to watch a person just walk and rap to a record, like, get us hype, man. Like, I know y'all have to watch y'all curses, but just move a little more. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas are not fucking 90 years old. You could move. But what influences is the influence of, you know, well, we have to keep this right because the corporate executives are looking. This is the things that's in the contract or you're under the influence because you may be under the influence. Maybe you high, maybe you drunk. I don't know. But the worst influence that we can ever get from people is from people. You don't want to ever get the impression from people, from people. And what that basically means is I'll give an example. You know, you live in an apartment. You have a neighbor. He's buying a house. And all of a sudden now, not only is an apartment is shit, now he's moving out of town. So now where you live is a piece of shit. He's just knocking every fucking thing down. Oh, I got to get out of here. New York is shit. It's expensive. I bought a house. No more renting. I mean, you know, the one thing that I'm big on, and I've never been homeless, thank God, but that doesn't mean I can't be homeless. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you never know how close you are to homeless. I'm real big on that because I've never been homeless and I know from being in the moving business for over 25 fucking years of a family business that's 35 years old. I've been doing this for a long time. I've been, I'm in people's homes all the time. Rich, poor, middle class, poor middle class. I remember I've been moving since middle class was actually a category. And now it's no longer a category. You understand? It's either poor middle fucking class or you're rich. And there's so many people in this world that are so full of shit. See, the difference is in this damn game when I watch the other thing that I study, I studied the billionaires. I studied the motherfuckers that really got the loaded money. Niggas that's really about it. Niggas that got no, there's no jewelry in there, none of that clown show shit. This is a multi-billion dollar fucking industry. So I'm, I'm watching the people. The difference is what people have to realize is that a person that's homeless and you have a home. Some people out here sleeping in their cars. I, I, I see a couple. There's a store not too far from my crib. And I see this car that pulls up. And I know that they're sleeping there for the night because they turn the lights off. And it's a couple that sleeps in this car. Okay? It's a little Kia. Now, you know, like the older one too, so it's smaller, you know? I don't see what the fuck y'all think it is to brag about having a house and you own it, which you don't. The bank owns you. To feel that you are more superior than somebody that rents or they have an apartment or they have a condo, but you feel you got this land and makes you feel fucking powerful. You see, motherfuckers like that, you have to let them swim in their own shit. Don't ever let them stay where they lay. 
okay? A homeowner versus a person has a mortgage. You got to understand the bank tells you you are the homeowner. The bank tells you you are responsible for the loan. Do you understand? But they didn't. They also tell you we got you by the fucking balls, and if you del- go delinquent on this payment, we're taking a fucking house. That's the. That's it. We don't give a fuck if you invested twenty years into this payment, motherfucker. You owe us ten motherfucking more years. You stop paying, we're gonna proceed for foreclosure. Well, hold on. I just invested. I, matter of fact, I gave you the three hundred thousand back. Well, the ten years is interest, you bitch. You see, y'all think the American dream still applies and as of March 2020 there's no more American dream survival is the fucking American dream do you know a person that's homeless you know how many homeless people survived COVID you know how many people that lived in fucking mansions and houses died take it from me I moved them I'm the ones that gotta move the fucking houses I'm the ones that have to get the call from a customer's kids hey your favorite customer my dad he's gone He died of COVID. Or the mother. Do you know how many customers I lost? Do you know how many customers I lost from COVID? You know how many family members I lost from COVID? Let me explain something to you. If you're in your apartment, I don't give a fuck if it's a hole in the wall. That's your home. A house and an apartment, right? House is a house, an apartment is an apartment. Which one is your home? Home is home. Where you lay your hat is your home. You understand? I don't care if it's your car. I don't care if it's your fucking street. I don't care if it's the fucking bench. You you, you see, once you start thinking that you're better than somebody that has an apartment, you show more of loser status than the person that lives in the apartment because you're wrong. Number one, you don't know what you're talking about. See, the thing is, when I'm being in the business that I'm in, I've shown 90% of my customers that you are just another fucking customer. It's so different. You, we, you, we're not separated in the streets to who lives in the house, who lives in the apartment. It don't make a fucking difference. Because at the end of the day, nigga, you got the same blood. See, this is the problem with the world. Division. Democrats, Republicans, black and white, poor and rich, homeowners, renters. See, that shit is all garbage. And when you think that way, you'll be the same broke motherfucker. Because most of y'all motherfuckers that got houses are broke. That's why you borrowed the money. You borrow the fucking money. I know plenty of motherfuckers that live in apartments, nevertheless the projects, and got more money than you could ever imagine. When you fucked up, who you got it? You can't go to him. You can't go to the guy in the projects and you own a fucking house and your fucking shit is fucked up. Well, I make $150,000 at the job. Okay. Big fucking deal. I haven't worked a fucking job for nobody since 1995. 96, excuse me. So does that make me better than you? I've been working on my own since 96. I haven't punched a fucking clock since 94 because 95, I took a break. Matter of fact, I haven't swiped a fucking card. I haven't swiped. The last time I had a time, let me tell you how long ago this was for me. When I fucking punched in the clock, I punched in the clock and stamped your fuck. That's how old this shit was. I think they were just coming out with the digital ones when I fucking left. And I got fired. Layoff. 
It's a nice way of telling you get the fuck out of here without a firing. See, titles are bullshit. It's all just under people that's trying to put you under their influence. I'm not better than you. I work. A, a job is a job. Whether you work for your fucking self or you work for the men, it doesn't matter. Okay, if you had to go borrow a fucking, if you had to borrow money to get a house, you are broke. That's why you borrowed the fucking money. Why? Did you have $400,000 cash that you saved? Not, not that you that you inherited, that you saved. Did you save? Can you show me a person that saved four or $500,000? No, because the common person cannot fucking do that. It's financially impossible. The common person is not disciplined to save $400,000, $500,000. So how in the fuck can you think that you're better than somebody that rents because you feel I'm the property owner, right? You're the property owner? Okay, so let me get this straight. You could do what you want to do to your property when you want to do it. Okay, you pay taxes? You got to pay taxes on that fucking property. And if that's a $10 million fucking house that somebody gave you as a gift, you know how much it costs to put taxes on that motherfucker every year? Can you afford to do that? Can you afford to maintain the lifestyle of a fucking house? If you and your wife wasn't together, could you do that shit yourself? Could you pay for it proudly? Every fucking 30 days, do you got a mortgage, motherfucker? Okay, let me explain something to you because this came from the words of my banker. A mortgage is just a nice name to tell the person in debt that they're doing good. But you're no different than a loan shark fucking lending a fucking crackhead money. You borrowing. You're in debt. You're no fucking different. See, the, the difference with you and a fucking person who owns an apartment, they don't owe shit. You do. You owe a loan. They just got to pay the rent. So when they don't want to be there for a fucking other month, okay, give me a heads up that you're leaving. Even, even the landlord's asking, he can't even take you to court for leaving two months early. Fuck it, nigga. Take the shit out of whatever you're You can't do that with your fucking house because you're responsible. You're responsible to everything that go in that motherfucker. If, if a person in the apartment has a problem with plumbing, they call the landlord. All right. You know what your fucking ass got to do? You got to pay out your ass. You know what happens when that fucking roof bashes in and bashes in? You got to pay for that motherfucker. You know when that fucking sidewalk breaks? You got to pay for it. How are you happy about having more bills? I mean, what kind of fucking idiot is that? How stupid is that? That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. How stupid. Do you really, do you, that's like, that's like you in a car and this motherfucker driving a leased S-Class, S580 Mercedes Benz, and you got a fucking 2000 Mercedes and it's paid for. Who's better? You are. Because you own it. Because you don't own a dollar. Owning something means you don't owe shit. Can you fucking go pull 400000 out of the fucking bank? No, because you're broke. You got to probably go take the mortgage against your fucking house. See, a lot of you homeowners are poor motherfuckers. You niggas that come from nothing, and now you think you're better than the people that you came from. You think you're better than the area that you came from, and that shit never impressed me. I'm not impressed. What's impressive to me is a motherfucker that's loaded and you would never know. What's impressive to me is a motherfucker that looks like a bum and is fucking a billionaire. I just watched a video from Nervin. The nigga just sent me this video of a 17-year-old fucking billionaire. He had to correct the fucking interviewer to tell him, yeah, I know you're worth millions. No, nigga, billions. And this nigga looks like a fucking bum. And he's humble. Why is it? This is why I call this the billionaire mindset. This is what I hate about millionaires. Millionaires are cocky. Billionaires are not. Why is it that billionaires 
such as what they say, uh, like the people that own Walmart, what, what do these motherfuckers look like? Has anybody seen them? Do they have any social media accounts? Why is it that billionaires are so low key and a motherfucker that makes $100,000 think that shit is golden? That ain't shit. Niggas pick garbage. Niggas in New York work for the Department of Sanitation and make $150,000 a year picking up garbage. We're not impressed. You're holding a mortgage. You know how many fucking mortgage brokers I know? You know how many bankers I know? You know how many motherfucking millionaires I know that laugh when I talk about this shit because they love it? This is what I do. I'm around these niggas. As a matter of fact, one of my main motherfuckers just coughed up a situation for a big job this week. And this motherfucker's rich. And even he has the mentality of, yeah, because he's kicking a person out and it took him three years and they're trying to get him the fuck out of there. And they don't even realize it took you three and a half years, three and a half years to get these tenants out. Three and a half years, and you own the building. You're fucked. These people ain't pay you shit because they got the upper hand on you. And COVID hit for the last two years, so nobody was getting a fucking damn eviction. So who's the smarter one? Do you understand where I'm coming from? You, you got to think about, do you look at them as shit? No, they look at you as shit. Because at the end of the day, they ain't pay you no fucking rent for the last three and a half years, and they don't have to. You got to pay that fucking bank. You, the bank don't give a fuck. The bank probably gave you some leniency. I'll tell you what the bank did for COVID for homeowners. Three months. That's all they gave you. Three fucking months. You know what they did? They put the fucking money right on the back of the loan. You fucking losers. COVID niggas was dying. The bank was like, listen, uh, we still want this money. You don't got to pay us the three months, but you could pay it to the end of the fucking loan. So the three mortgages that you had, the three bills that you couldn't afford because your job was like, fuck you, eat a dick. We're not fucking open. They took that money and put it on the back of the loan. Do you know how many apartment renters are on top right now? Because the fucking homeowner is responsible for that, you fucking assholes. Do you know that? You know how many apartment rentals in the United fucking States and you in the across the world has an advantage because they're renters? Do you know how ahead of the game you are? Do you know a homeowner? Do you know what they went? Do you know how many motherfuckers are walking around here and can't afford their houses? Do you know any motherfuckers out here got $2,000 in a bank and they sitting in a $500,000 fucking house? Do you know that the bank dicks you around? Do you know that houses are overpriced? And the reason why rent is so high because the fucking landlords can't even afford the fucking buildings. That's why they raise the rent. Don't, listen, where you lay your hat is your home. I don't give a fuck if you live in a treehouse. Stop trying to impress these motherfuckers. Fuck them. If they have an issue with where you live, tell them to pay your fucking rent. You don't like New York? Then get the fuck out of here. Go down south, nigga. Go to Houston. Go to fucking Georgia. Go wherever you got to go. Pay bills, motherfucker. Because that's what we're all doing. You're no fucking different. You pay your bill to a fucking bank directly, and I pay my shit to a bank, but I pay it through the fucking landlord. What's the difference? You still got to pay a bill, motherfucker. And on top of the fact that that well, there was well houses that were being foreclosed. They wasn't really foreclosing too much in houses. Now, because of the COVID situation, because nobody, the courts wasn't open. But if anybody thinks, if you have a home and you think that you could look down on a person 
My question to you is, how much money do you save in the bank without pulling out a fucking second mortgage? Because that's all you do. You think I'm stupid? You guys go pull a second fucking mortgage out. Yeah, it raises your rent at least. It raises your fucking mortgage at least fifty dollars a month, maybe a hundred dollars. You borrow a hundred thousand dollars. You pay off a couple of fucking credit card debt because you got nothing but debt because you're trying to be something you're not. You take that fucking money. You probably pay fifty thousand in bills. It's gonna come right back up anyway. Then you got fifty thousand. You splurge and you talk shit. Life is great. I just got a new house. I just got a new roof on my shit. I just got the kitchen done. Yeah, because you just borrowed against your house motherfucker you still in debt see the difference with the renter this is how stupid you are only thing that motherfucker got to do is tell the landlord i need my kitchen redone landlord says fuck you suck a dick pay my rent i ain't putting no money you say well fuck you i'm not paying shit my kitchen got it redone i ain't paying no fucking rent and guess what's gonna happen when that nigga go to court the fucking tenant's gonna fucking win you have no fucking because you're responsible, motherfucker. These motherfuckers, this kitchen's not working. This bathroom ain't working. Motherfuckers requested. You told them no. You know what the court's going to tell you? Suck a dick. The fucking judge is going to tell you to suck a dick. These people live in your house. You fucking do what you got to do. See, the difference is when you are a fucking true loser, you think you're going to be above everybody in life. You think that you're going to be above people. I got this. I got going to flex. That's, that, that may be impressive to a person that looks up to any impressive to me. I know the fucking truth. And you know I know the fucking truth. You know at the end of the fucking day, your house is your life. Your house is your life. You so fucking stupid. If they burnt the motherfucker down, they build another one. Right? They build another one. If you have insurance on your shit, they're going to build another one. So that materialistic fucking thing that you look at as God can be torn down in a snowstorm, nigga. A fucking hurricane, a tornado. It's material. Have you learned anything yet? Have you learned fucking anything? You still are dividing the world? That's all we look at is division. That's why COVID, that's why we keep getting these strains. Because God is like, y'all keep, y'all not learning? I'll give you another strain. I'll give you another strain. Technically, what was happening tonight showed in regards to the Super Bowl. It showed everybody like, oh, fuck it. COVID is over. They release these mandates now. They they letting the mandates go. You know what's going to happen? You're going to chill for the summer. Let you do this. Shit's going to come right back. You're not learning anything. We was just watching virtual football shows, virtual fucking damn uh, weddings, virtual funerals. Now everybody's back to the same normal shit, and we still don't have a fucking cure. Science, technology. All y'all do is sweat entertainment. Y'all don't think nothing about science. Y'all don't think nothing about fucking technology. Y'all don't think nothing about medicine. You just keep putting everything into fucking dicks. Whose dick you're sucking? Who fucking cares? So you close. What does that mean, nigga? Do you know what closing means? I know realtors. You know how it is when they close on a fucking house, nigga? Fuck you. Don't call me for shit, nigga. I just made 20,000 commissions. Suck a dick. It's a game. It's a scam. Unless you use your house for an income, you humble yourself a little bit because you know that renters are important. You have respect for renters because you are a fucking home. You are a homeowner as an investor because it's an asset. A liability is a liability. That means it's it's something you got to pay regardless. You're responsible. If I fall in front of your house to sue you, motherfucker, I sue your fucking damn property. I'm going to sue your fucking insurance company. You can't do shit. At the end of the day, the insurance company is going to pay me. Even if you don't like me, motherfucker, the insurance company is still going to cut me a check. 
If you have a next door, if you're in your friend's house and you fall down the fucking stairs and you were drunk and broke your leg, you could sue that motherfucker. And he'll be like, well, that's fucked up. No, it ain't fucked up, nigga. How you going to be? That's your insurance company. You don't have to do shit. You won't lose a, what do you think? It's going to raise your insurance fucking $5 a month? So what do you care? They sue you. He was in your house at a Super Bowl party. He broke his fucking back. That's why you got insurance for it, dummy. This ain't like car fucking insurance. Even car insurance doesn't do that anymore. You can wreck a car five fucking times, get that shit stolen seven fucking times. They're not going to raise your shit like they used to do fucking 40 years ago. Them days are over. You niggas are stupid. And you people just keep having, he said, some of them houses look like crack houses. Even if they do look like crack houses, shout out to Mike 104.52. The, the, the point is what I'm making, you're not better. Where do you get that? You're not. You're no fucking body. Like, you're you're more of a low-class motherfucker to think that. And you people, what y'all got to do when these homeowners move out and they tell you to invite fuck them. Don't fucking go to their houses. Fuck them. Let them motherfuckers enjoy and do whatever they got to do. One day or another, you, you got to realize a person is not going to see what you can see. If you got to go visit a person's house and you're going to feel fucked up by the time you got back to yours, you were influenced. Fuck them. It's a house. Okay, I'm in the moving business for almost almost 30 fucking years. You know how many motherfuckers I moved and died? It's a house. They, it's a money maker. That's all it is. A house is make money. That's It's a money maker. The only time it's smart is when you're making money from it. And people that make money from houses have a little more respect for the tenant because they know the tenant can fuck them. You don't do what the fuck you're supposed to do. I take you to court. And you know what the bank's going to tell them? Motherfucker, you don't pay this mortgage. We're taking the fucking building. The bank got him by the fucking balls. The insurance company got him by the balls. Department of building got to be on the balls. And the tenants got to be on the balls. That's why tenants went in court. Did you know that? Don't be on Section 8. Oh, you got motherfuckers looking down at Oh, well, my mom's Section 8 and my other friend's not. Are you kidding me? So you feel low because they're paying more? Who? Wait, how, what person feels low of themselves because their rent is cheaper and a motherfucker's paying more money? They should feel fucked up. They should. They're, they're the, they're, listen to me. If I purchased a car, if you went and got the car, if I purchased a $150,000 new Mercedes S580 cash, right? And somebody gave you the fucking car as a gift. A girl gave you the fucking car. Nigga, you live in the fucking projects. I got money. I paid the motherfucking cash. Who's better than me? You are a motherfucker because it cost you nothing. I don't give a fuck if they gave you a coupon for 50% off. I paid 150, you paid 75,000 because they liked the way you looked. You understand what I'm saying? So why do people always brag about when they pay for like a car? They, they pay the, the car is less, they tell you they pay more. Then when they pay more, they tell you they pay less. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck out of here. You know what? Anybody want to challenge me with any of these fucking questions, you can shoot it. Shout out to Big Al. What up, Nathan? Y'all agree to watch the Super Bowl, but watch the halftime performance. Yeah, that shit was corny. Dr. Dre, all them niggas look like fucking tired niggas. Tired as fuck. No type of energy. Boring. Watching every step so they don't fall because, you know, God forbid they fall. They could be the talk of the century. Eh, who gives a fuck? That shit was whack. Shout out to Big Al. What up, big bro? 
Uh, I don't watch football, man. I used to watch football, the Super Bowl, but now at this point, I just like, man, fuck the Super Bowl. Well, you know what? Again, the game aspect of it is dope. I'm not going to lie. I like the game aspect of football, like just literally watching these motherfuckers trying to get this ball to the goal. That's dope. I think that part is more, you know what I'm saying? That's more animalistic. That's more, you know what I'm saying? I, that, that sport is just more masculine. That shit is dope. You know, winning. You know, it's like, it's like watching these Olympic shows. These shits are dope. Like, that's a talent to be doing that shit. It is. And that's a God-given talent. Shout out to Obi-Wan stuff. Good morning, Kendra had the best performance. Right, see? I told you. He had the best performance. Even though niggas' head was down and shit, he wasn't showing his face too much, but he had the best performance, you know? 50, I don't even know what the point of 50 even being there was. Um, Simone, too many people turn noses up at apartments. Let me tell you something, man. Again, I know a developer right now. This motherfucker is my guy, okay? We sit and talk about this shit FaceTime. This nigga got bundle of money way more than I do. And this nigga comes to me for advice on how to deal with certain communities. I'm thinking about doing this here. I'm the guy he comes to. You can't tell me a fucking thing. I don't want the most head motherfucking developers of Staten Island. Because they deal with me because I got the brain. And they respect that. I can't fault them because he's richer than me. But he comes to me for the advice for the people. What should we do? I told him I told him in Staten Island it was a bad idea to open up that fucking damn um, that mall at the, at the ferry terminal. I told him it was a bad idea. That was a bad idea because people are still going to go to the mall. But that's another story. Shout out to Reputex. Shit was corny, right? I didn't think, when, when, when Dr. Dre and him said they were doing that, I didn't think that was a good idea. I just, they should have left, left it alone. The more they had, the likely they'll never win it. Yeah, the shit is corny. Nate, are you right for me, but I never liked an apartment. Listen to me. This is what people have to understand. Whether you live in an apartment, whether you live in a house, that's your home. It doesn't matter. Some people are apartment people. Some people are house people. You know what I mean? Some people could live on a street with no view. Some people can't live without a view. Everybody's different, but everybody is the same. Like at the end of the day, nigga, we home. I'm in my studio. This is home. You know what I'm saying? It's mine, right? But it doesn't make me better than somebody that don't have a studio that couldn't set up their shit in their kitchen. What the fuck? Like, so what? Who gives? You understand what I'm saying? So if you don't like an apartment, that's cool. But you don't have to like a house. You don't. All the fucking windows and all, you don't have to like. That's what people got to understand. You're not beneath anybody. I live in New York City, okay? I, I could show you apartments that are fucking shacks and I can show you apartments that will destroy a fucking house. If you don't believe me, just pull up Zillow. Look, pull up Zillow and just punch in Manhattan. Punch in the zip codes and tell me if I'm fucking lying. I'll show you $75 million apartments. But what difference does it make? Some You got some dumb fuck. Well, I would afford, I, I would get this. It doesn't matter. You can't afford a fucking million dollar house. So what it doesn't, it's, see what people are not understanding, I'm not, this is the type of individual I am. How much money could you put your hand on? That's it. End of the fucking discussion. No matter where the fuck you live, how much could you put your money, how how much could you put your hand on? Liquid. Liquid. Without going to borrow. Because you borrow. So you're borrowed. You're no better than the person that has the apartment. What the fuck? Like, the person that has an apartment is paying towards a mortgage to the landlord. You're paying a mortgage towards your bank. 
Oh, that makes your credit stronger. No, nigga, that's poor people shit. More ghetto motherfuckers are buying houses now, so it's not exclusive. Anybody could get a fucking house. Don't believe that shit. Credit is a thing of the past. Credit don't mean shit. You could get a house with fuck. You could be a drug dealer and put down fifty thousand. You should listen to me. You could be selling fucking Xanaxes. The fucking realtors right now will make it that you got a job. You come there with the right down payment, nigga. They're going to make that deal happen. The fucking end. Period. Okay? It's all about the fucking money at the end of the day. Oh, my grandfather owned this house for over 20 years but didn't pay his taxes. The house wasn't his no more. Right. That's what taxes mean. Taxes is the land. You pay taxes for the fucking land. Okay? If somebody passes away and you ain't paying them taxes, the city will take the fucking house because they own it. You didn't pay. You pay. You have to pay. No matter what you do, you could pay taxes off for the next 20 fucking years. The 21st year, they come in for that bill. Oh my God, I hate that with a passion. James TV 58 says that if don't pay taxes on that home, it could be taken even if it's paid for. I, you know what, man? You know Duran Duran, Duran Duran. Duran Duran is this big radio personality here in New York. I did a web series and I had the luxury of using the house because I knew the person that was running the house. Fucking house is worth like $5 million. You know how much tax, do you know how much it costs to pay for taxes for that motherfucker? First and foremost, just for them to run the heat in the winter so the fucking pipes don't burst. Just to run the heat and electric on that house for the whole year was fucking like $40,000. And nobody lived there. Look at my web series. I did three episodes in that bitch. Huge fucking mansion, okay? The taxes on that shit gotta be at least fucking, come on, you talk about 50,000, 40 a year. Who can afford that? How are you affording 50,000 on a regular salary? That's what people don't understand. Now, don't get it fucked up. Don't get it fucked up. Whether it's a, an apartment or a fucking house, my level is more on the money. I'm thinking of who is the motherfucker that got the bread behind all this. God forbid shit hits the fan. But a common, I don't like common folk shit. When I see regular motherfuckers that's able to go buy a house and talk all that rich boy shit, then I won't fuck with it. You would never know what I own. I'm telling y'all right now, you would never know that. I'm looking y'all in your face in the YouTube world and you're hearing me now on the podcast. You would never know what I owned. I would never tell anybody that because it's... I wouldn't even want to have the conversation with a motherfucker that has a house. Oh, yeah, I'm about to do this. I'm like, come on, but I want to talk about that shit. We can't even have that. Shout out to Canadian girl. The fuck out of here. It's a bill's a fucking bill, dummies. Shout out to y'all. Yep. I'm telling you, y'all, yes, a bill is a bill. A bill is a fucking bill. You write a checkout, nigga. At the end of the day, it comes out your account. The fucking end. Okay? The fucking end. If a nigga said, yo, yo, you know what just happened? Because my homegirl, she went to one of them little bozo fucking damn uh, Super Bowl parties. So that's when all the fucking losers, that's when they talk all they shit. Yeah, I just closed in or I did a such and such. I did a 1082 last year and uh, cleared this out and they had to raise this drive. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. Nobody want to hear that bullshit. Invite me over for the barbecue, nigga. That's all I want to hear. I don't want to hear nothing about your fucking house. Invite me for the fucking barbecue. Too many of y'all poor folk motherfuckers are buying house and y'all broke motherfuckers and that's the way y'all feel because y'all know y'all was broke all your might. See, broke ain't the fact that you don't have money. Broke is mentality, okay? 
I got the billionaire mindset. I'm not fucking impressed by that. You got to come better because I know you broke. All you got to do with a nigga that got a house said, let me ask you a question, man. Without, this what you say, this is the disclaimer. Without fucking going into your house and pulling out a second fucking mortgage, how much money could you put your hands on? And if they could tell you double the amount of the fucking house, then why you ain't paying it off? If you could put your hand on a million dollars and you owe $300,000, how come, how come you ain't paying the fucking house off? Well, um, I mean, they, they could give you a good answer for it. There was a good answer. In most cases, they're not because they're lying. A good answer could have been like, yo, fuck it, nigga. I'm, I'm keeping my bread. I'm just going to pay this shit every month. Right. That would have been a good answer, but you're not going to get that answer because niggas are liars. Don't believe when you come to work and they talk, oh, oh, me and my husband, we went here and we we cleaned the gutters and we did the porch over and we raised this this way and we jumped in the pool and, and you feel like, oh, wow, you know, they got it more than me. No, 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 don't, don't listen to that. That's all bullshit. It's all fucking, t- trust me on this. It's all bullshit. They capping. They capping like a motherfucker. And all the niggas want to do is flex. They'll talk you to death. Them homeowners are fucking low life motherfuckers. They think they better than people that got apartments. Don't entertain them. I move these motherfuckers every goddamn day. Trust me. And I get them all the time. I have to tell customers when they tell them, I've said, listen, with all due respect, I got to get going. Give me that fucking bread. That I, I don't give a fuck about anything else, nigga. I just want to be paid. We can laugh and, and chat. Even when we laugh and chat with it's all over, nigga, I got my money. I got the dip. I got to go. But you know the customers I get now? I get customers now. By, unfortunately, a lot of older folks. And they don't have their kids in their life no more. Because the other kids got kids and they fuck say fuck the parents. Yeah, I get a lot of that now. A lot. And they love me. Oh, we love you, Nate. You know, we could trust you. You know how many people tell me and look at me in my face I could we could trust you. They trust me more than their own fucking kids. I'm in the house. I service them. I come back every time they need me. They love me. Repeat customers. They love me. They love me. Because I treat them with respect. I treat them as if that was my mother or father. It's very simple. It's not hard for me to do that because that's what I've been doing all my life to my parents. So when they see that, they're like, wow, they've been in this house. They made this house a home for their kids 30, 40, 50 years later. Things are getting a little rough. You know what I'm saying? They're getting sick. They could barely even climb up the fucking stairs. You know what these fucking little greedy motherfuckers are going to do? They're going to wait for them to die, go in there, tear this up, modernize this, paint this. The little greedy fucking bum bitch wife that you got that came from dirt and now she wants to fucking use you because she wants to live like all the people that she watches on the fucking reality shows because she thinks Kim Kardashian's a friend. Get the fuck out of here. Get rid of that bitch. Keep it humble. Keep it simple. Don't get caught up with that bullshit. That's why the feds raise the fucking interest rate up and down because they know niggas are stupid. Everybody's driven. Car dealers, car fucking manufacturers are making more money because they told y'all this lie that there's a ship, a, a shit shortage. I call it a shit shortage because they bullshitted you. A chip fucking shortage. What? And you're paying. How do you go into a dealership and they're charging you five, ten extra thousand dollars? Then the car is worth and you buy it any fucking way. Most of you motherfuckers lease because you can't afford it. It's a scam and you just keep fucking falling into it. Fronting. I would never finance a lease a car ever in my life. I got enough cars for a lifetime. I have no excuse. I would never buy another fucking car. It's a scam. 
You niggas fucked it all up. You kept going in there. We had it good when it was COVID. It was sucking on dicks. Giving us 0% financing. Don't have to pay for seven first months. Y'all came in here fucking let your emotions come on and fucked it all up. You fucked the whole housing game up. You poor motherfuckers destroy it. My dream is a house. That's what your dream is? How is that possible? My grandmother's house was fucking $7,000. Excuse me, $7,000. A dream was, a house wasn't a dream in fucking South Carolina 50, 70, 60, 70 years ago. So why is it a dream now? Because they raised the prices and y'all stupid motherfuckers support it. Y'all fuck everything up. Rent prices are too high and I wonder when it will go down. It's not going to go down until niggas start paying. You know when it'll go down? When motherfuckers stop buying these fucking houses at high prices. They, they, what's happening now is this how it is. The landlord has the house. He kicks everybody out the building, does it all over, goes into this shit because the, the bank wants mad money. He paid the house for mad money. Now he gets greedy and says, fuck it. I'm going to fucking let the tenants do it. But this is what, he, this is what gets him. What happens when something happens like a pandemic, that's when a nigga's like, oh shit, because that nigga's money problems is different. You think you bad because you couldn't pay your little $2,000 mortgage or your fucking little $800 mortgage because you moved in a mini mansion down south? When this motherfucker goes in default, he's paying 50, 60, 70,000 a month. You know how that is to tell the bank that you can't pay too much? That's 100 grand. Think of that nigga's problems. That's why all them rich motherfuckers always jumping off of bridges. Yo, I don't understand. Why do people have all this money in the world and kill themselves? Nigga, you would kill yourself too if you fucking owe 200000 a month and nobody's paying you. Fuck out of here. You kidding me? I wish a nigga would even challenge me. Challenge me on this topic. I, this is something. I know this shit so fucking well. Listen, I, that, I don't know sports. So if a nigga go with me with Toronto, I would lose. Come to me and talk this shit. And don't be a poor motherfucker come here because I won't even fucking talk to you. I'm like, I don't fuck with poor mentality. I, I, I fuck with poor people. People that's homeless, people that's fucked up in the game, people that's making ends meet. I don't laugh at that. I don't think there's nothing funny about that. A woman looked at me the other day. She said she makes 500 a week. She comes home with 400 something dollars, 500 change. And then she comes home after taxes, like 400. She has three kids. And then she said, I'm doing something wrong. I said, listen, honestly, you play your cards right in America. You can make, that could be some decent money. What the fuck else do you need a day? How much do you really need to live? Food, water, juice, cakes, cookies, you get a couch, a bed. I mean, what what are you guys paying for that cost you all this money? Oh, I get it. You think you one of them motherfuckers in the Super Bowl. Well, let me tell you something. Them niggas got money problems too because they ain't playing out there when that fucking field nigga because it's fucking boring at home. Okay, them niggas got big fucking bills because they taking care of tons of family. Okay? Some of them niggas are paying like 150000 a month in bills. In bills. You think they just out there? Them niggas got issues too. Why you think they be all fucking taking drugs and going to depression and shit? Because it's overwhelming. When you're overwhelmed, it will destroy you. Keep it simple. Think like a billionaire. Billionaire motherfuckers look broke. And them niggas got more money than they could imagine. You know why they're humble? Because they don't need anything. These niggas are so rich, they don't need shit. It's poor folks that do that. Poor motherfuckers send their kids to school with the most highest fashion. Poor motherfuckers come out for the projects, go into a house, and ball out everything. You know how many motherfuckers spent mad bread tonight on that Super Bowl party? 
for some shit to be over. Now, if I, I know a nigga now that spent $18,000 last year, 2021, mind you. He spent 18000 on his wife and his two daughters on Valentine's Day. Now, ask me where this nigga was living fucking six years ago. Yeah, okay? Don't fucking play with me. Shout out to Explode. Fuck out of here. Niggas kill me with that bullshit. Does Jeff Bezos live in an apartment? It don't matter where Jeff Bezos live. Doesn't matter. See, that's it doesn't matter, Big Neff. See, Big 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 Neff is the, the, the example of this. Big Neff is, no disrespect, Big Neff, but I just got to use you as an example. Big Neff is what you call a nigga. That's, that's, that's a fuck mentality, nigga. That's a nigga. He's a motherfucker that I could stand in front of a house and, and right now on YouTube and be like, yo, man, look, I'm doing real good. Y'all fuck this. YouTube is paying me mad bread and he going to be on my dick the next day. Yo, Nate getting that bread because that's he going to believe anything he see. He believes that Jeff Bezos, see, Jeff Bezos is an example to a nigga. That's the only fucking billionaire they know. Ask a nigga about a billionaire. The only fucking billionaires that niggas know is Jay-Z and fucking Jeff Bezos. They don't have no idea. Jeff Bezos is not even at the top of the fucking chain of the billionaires that I know. The billionaires in this United States, fuck the world. In the United States, Jeff Bezos is not near what these niggas is worth. Are you kidding me? Do you know, have you seen what the apartments look like in Manhattan and Brooklyn? Are you fucking joking me? Are you joking? Are you joking? I'm in the moving business, nigga. I see this for a living. I've been in more places than you could ever imagine. I've probably been in more places than Jeff Bezos. Because it's what I do. I'm everywhere. I've been in fucking buildings with $75 million fucking penthouses. When Jay-Z and Beyonce had that fucking place on, well, they don't live there now, so I can say their address, on by Canal, right downtown by the fucking Holland Tunnel, when they was paying $75,000 a month, I remember this fucking turd head said to me, oh, um, they could just get a house for that. I said, see, that's, that's a nigga. That's a poor motherfucker right there. If a person could afford to spend $75,000 a month, listen to me, let me say this again. If a person could afford to pay $75,000 a month, does it fucking matter? Does it matter, you fucking dummies? Does it matter? Get Jeff Bezos out your fuck. Get him. Get get. Listen, only nigga that fucking Jeff Bezos even looked out for was Van. He got a hundred million from that nigga. That's money. Fuck where that nigga live. That nigga just gave a nigga a hundred million dollars on the news and said, "Do whatever you want to do it." I haven't seen a rapper yet. We had a nineteen families die in a bad fire here in the Bronx a couple a few weeks ago. Cardi B paid for the funeral. Okay, it wasn't a hundred million dollars. I have yet to see. Are you show me a rapper that donated a hundred fucking million dollars to science? Show me a rapper that donated a hundred million dollars to technology. Show me a fucking rapper that donated a hundred million dollars to medicine. They don't donate shit because they broke. Rappers don't got money like that. Fuck out of here. Jeff Bezos money. So it doesn't matter where that nigga live. Let's go on the fact that he gave a nigga a black dude, a black ball headed motherfucker from CNN and gave the nigga a hundred, not a hundred thousand nigga, a hundred million. 
question. I have a relative that has a Jamaican landlord in Brooklyn, but I think he has an unofficial lease. Can he still take the landlord? Hold on. I have a relative that has a Jamaican landlord in Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, Jamaican landlord in Brooklyn is going to be a little tough because Jamaicans, Jamaican landlords look at a house as fucking like they're, they're better than everybody. West Indian landlords are the worst fucking landlords that have on earth. They're just as bad. I ain't going to say that. I can't say that nationally. I don't want to have a problem. But <laughs> they're bad. They are the niggers of the niggers. You better off having a southern brother from the south than a fucking Jamaican. Jamaicans are the worst fucking. And I know a lot of niggas, you're fucking your bumper clock. We're going to kill you, Nate. Jamaicans are the worst fucking landlords in Brooklyn in the black fucking race. The worst. They are terrible. Because they they believe that now I'm part of something. They don't realize they just a nigga. When they in that court fucking going in that courtroom trying to get a tenant out, they realize shit just got fucking real because now I got to pay for this. Yeah, yeah, you do. So your question is, but I think he has an unofficial lease. Can he still take the landlord to court? Of course he can. You can live in a fucking basement apartment and take a nigga to court because he can't kick you out. He has to go to court Deal with the embarrassment. They're going to hit him with a whole bunch of fines, a whole bunch of shit to get it. You know how much it's going to cost? First and foremost, I wouldn't pay that motherfucker nothing. That lease is unofficial. Now, you're saying unofficial as far as month to month or unofficial in the sense is, is it an illegal dwelling? So I need to ask you that first. Is it a legal dwelling or unofficial like he just has a month to month lease? Just give me a little more on that. Shout out to Explode. And you know, Nathan, you're right. You said about houses being materialistic. Look at the mansions that got burnt down in the hills of California. On they go all the time. The mansions, they didn't. You ever notice the hood never get burnt down? We had hurricanes here, floods. Every time shit get fucked up, it's in an affluent neighborhood. The poor people, very unless it's unless it's um, no New New Orleans, but New Orleans is just you know they got their shit going on. But come on, are you fucking serious? Come on, don't don't fall for that shit, man. Trust me. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm the master. I've been in more houses than any of y'all niggas. Trust me. Okay? That's what I do for a living. In society, most successful people, listen, I got to go into the houses when the landlords are scared. Right now, I got to go into the fucking hood tomorrow. Tomorrow. No, 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 no. It's not, it can't be tomorrow. I can't go tomorrow. Excuse me. Tomorrow's no good. But Tuesday, Tuesday, we got to go into the hood. And guess what? These landlords, is the, the landlord's tight. The landlord, the fucking tenants got two BMWs all tight. These niggas ain't paid rent in three and a half fucking months. If these niggas was even smarter, I hope they stacked that bread. Because guess what? Do the math. Add up $2,000 a month for three and a half. Years. You tell me who was fucking smarter. Get the fuck out of here. Niggas kill me, man. Big Neff. What? I don't. See the big nephew, you know how you lose you you know how you lose me, bro? You said New York is one state. What what does that mean? I don't I don't understand what you're talking about, bro. I just told you that this is a national situation, nigga. This, this is some United States shit. So I know you live in Jersey. So do you want me to mention Jersey for you to feel a little comfortable? Because Jersey's only a fucking mile and a half away from me. 
So I, I don't understand what you're saying, bro. You took a break here for a few weeks and because you were saying some crazy shit. Now you're back again. I know you're going to take another vacation. So I need you to give me a little more because it's a lot of times you come here, you're confusing me. What the fuck is your point with saying New York is one state? What are you talking about? I mean, I don't. I really don't even know how does this have to do with the fucking... Did I say New York? What does the title say here? Let me read the fucking title. People that have houses feel that they are better than people that live in apartments. Okay, so did I say anything about New York? I mean, is this a pro-New York thing because I live in New York? I didn't say it. I just work in New York, nigga. <laughs> I mean, come on. Maybe I'm going to talk to me. Talk to me. A house is not a house is not a home. Rick Ross says, Black Trump in the building. It's all good until you need a new roof and a new broiler. I just replaced mine, my pipe, and it ran me $7,000. I was mad as hell. $7,000. If you was renting that motherfucker, it wouldn't have ran you shit. It wouldn't have ran you shit. $7,000. And that's cheap. I know somebody just paid $30,000 on the fucking roof. $30,000? Oh, material's high. Because material's high right now. Car parts are high. Steel is high. Wood is high. Everything is high. On my account? Come on, man. Niggas is crazy. Shout out to Rick Rowe. Robert Carson Jr. said, what's up, Big Nate? How hard is New York being hit by the inflation? New York ain't being hit any harder because New York know how to get their money. The city's going to get you. If you live in any city and things are struggling, they're going to raise prices. You're going to pay it through those speeding tickets. You're going to pay it with those red light tickets, those red light cameras. You're going to pay it with those speeding cameras. You're going to spend it in your registration. One way or another, it's just, that's just what it is. Now listen, if I move from New York and go anywhere else, something else is going to be expensive there. We all fucked up. This is a world crisis. The pandemic affects all of us one way or another. Why? Because I got family in all these different states and y'all and they crying. I got family in California. I got family in the South. I got family in fucking Texas. They crying in their special way. We're crying as New Yorkers. They crying as Texans. They crying as Georgians. They crying as New South Carolina. Everybody's crying. It is wrong for people to live how they choose to look. I don't know what you're saying, bro. Just Shout out to Percy, man, big bro. Salute to you, man, for that super chat. I appreciate you, man. We out here, man. Appreciate you. Salute. Nate, what's up? Last night, yeah, bro, that's my motto. How much can you put on your hands in liquid? That's the question. And yes, bro, anyone can buy. I'm telling you, if you don't believe, listen, if you're interested, listen to me. Listen to me. All right. I'm about to do, literally, <laughs> I'm about to do a big fucking damn lecture on homeowners. My boy Harrison is the guy. If you're looking for a house, I got an incredible mortgage broker. Listen to me. I got an incredible mortgage broker, ladies and gentlemen. I got incredible, but you best to believe that nigga going to eat. Okay? That's his job. That's his thing. That's what he does. He's been doing this shit for 22 years. Okay? I fucks with him. That's my bro. Okay? So I'm letting you know we would appreciate your business. Again, you're not... People don't understand. You don't have to listen to me, but to understand, like... If I sell you a house or sell you a car, I'm going to get my commission. One way or another, I'm going to get it. Okay, that commission could be a nigga could put something towards you too. A nigga could put something towards some other shit, but I'm going to get mine. You understand? So what I'm saying is when people got to realize that it's all about the money. So at the end of the day, if 
you don't realize I got the link. I got an official motherfucker. I don't give a fuck what your credit is. Your credit can be jacked the fuck up. You got you a couple of dollars, that nigga get you in the crib. Okay? So let me just make that clear. Let me just give you that disclaimer. However, this is the problem. Homeowners are broke. This nigga just said he spent $7,000. Now, I'm going to tell you something. $7,000 is $7,000, no matter which way you look at that. It's not, there's no, there's no bargain to that. I don't give a fuck if you're worth 500 million. It's still $7,000, right? But $7,000 for a black man, <laughs> $7,000 for a black man is even worse. Why? Because we in America, just from that conversation, what he said, he spent $7,000. That's supposed to be a conversation breaker. I've known that I've seen poor white and black motherfuckers sit down with people like, well, at least it was for your house. But the seven thousand fucking dollars. Do you know what you could do with seven thousand? You could put it in the bank. That's what the fuck you can do. Seven thousand dollars. Seven thousand. And that's in Connecticut. That's a bargain. He said it's boiler. It's boiler. Oh, it's boiler. My bad. The boiler. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I read it wrong. The boiler was 7,000? How is that possible? How many gallons? Whoa, 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 Hold the fuck up. Nigga, you in the construction business. $7,000? I would tell the bank to suck my dick for the next three fucking months. No fucking. And you paying a mortgage? Come on, man. That's the pro- that's what I'm telling you. That's 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 what I'm trying to tell people. People, this is like the conversation y'all hear at work in the cubicle. Your next bozo, next do you is like, yeah, we just spent seven thousand, and you be at your apartment feeling fucked up like you a loser. Get the fuck out of here. You got to tell them niggas shit better you than me, and they be like, well, I own it. I was like, well, that's your fucking business. My boiler goes in my fucking building, nigga. Seven thousand fucking dollars. They pay for that fucking. Man. Who knows how much the boiler is? That's in a fucking one family home. That's ridiculous. You know why they jerked him? First of all, they robbed you. They robbed him, and he said it. Shit is a scam. I'm gonna tell you right there. Thank you, Percy, for that super chat, big bro. They robbed him because they blamed it on material, shortage of the boiler. It took weeks. All that shit is bullshit because niggas is getting in on this fucking COVID shit because they know niggas is stupid. People, you gotta remember innovators know the average person uses their brain doesn't use their brain wisely they know that that's why they take advantage of you some people rent house but they say they own the common lives so you're not a flashy man so other people are not flashy some other people i mean some people may have said i'm flashy i i i can't say i'm not flashy i gotta go by the people because at the end of the day what is flashy getting on the internet and showing diamond chains you know what I'm saying? Like, what is flashy? Flashy is a motherfucker that thinks he owns a house and he's better than the person. That's flashy. Yeah, you're right. I'm not that type of person. Shout out to Andre. Fuck out of here, man. Yo, shout out to Moe. I appreciate that. Let me tell you something, man. Don't believe these fucking suckers. They, they, listen, they try to go with me all the time. They always lose. They always lose because they try to talk that house gang gang bull. House gang gang bullshit. Get the fuck out of here, man. Niggas talk all that broke talk. I say, when you return that fucking leased car you got, when you return that motherfucker, tell them niggas to show you the purchase order, how much you fucking paid for that lease up front, and you're going to walk away from there. Leasing should be illegal. At least if you lease an apartment or a house, you live in a motherfucker. You drive a car, 
You can buy cars for fucking $5,000. Nice ones. Mercedes, BMW, Lexus. Why would you lease a car when they have cars that's cheaper? Like, who would, who would, that's your insecurity. Low, let me tell you something. Insecure people do that. People that have low self-esteem lease vehicles. I know cats that dropped 35000 on this kitchen. They foreclosed in three. $35,000 on a kitchen? And I'm not on stage with my four other brothers? Shit. See, when Janet Jackson drops 35000 on the fucking kitchen, when Tracy Ellis Ross drop, drops 35000 on the kitchen, when LeBron James drops $35,000 on a fucking bathroom seat, he can do that. These niggas is rich. That's the difference. They're rich. Poor motherfuckers buy houses they can't afford. Niggas is rich. They on a different bracket. You understand? So even when they purchase a house, whether it's a million or 200 million, they have the money on hands. That's the difference. Niggas that got real money could do that. People that don't have real money. If you spend 35000 on your kitchen and you got 20000 left in the bank, you're a goddamn fool. But if you fucking spent 35000 on your kitchen and you got fucking $3 million in the bank, then that's different. 35000 ain't shit. Society tells them better. Shout out to Sal's HQ. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that. Salute, man. I appreciate that, big bro. Don't fall for that shit, man. Don't fall for it. Don't get caught up in... Listen, I laugh at this shit all the time. You know how many motherfuckers would be like, yo, so I said, listen, listen, don't ask me where I live. Unless you paying my bills, don't ask me. I, I stop a mother. Y'all gotta, see, y'all gotta learn how to stop a motherfucker. It's, first and foremost, what business is it to tell a person how and where you live and ain't paying your bills? You gotta be like, let me ask you a question. You asking me these questions. Are you trying to pay some bills? No, I just want to know. No, no, no. Come on now, bro. If you're asking me to pay bills, maybe you're going to fucking reconcile. Then I'll tell you everything you need to know. You understand? If you give me, if you, if you are applying for a loan, they want to know all your business because they're like, nigga, just in case you don't pay these fucking bills, we coming after you. Why the fuck are you asking me these questions for? Well, uh, no, there's no well. There's no fucking well. Like, if you're asking me what and how I'm living, if you want me to move, you pay the fucking bill. You paying, you pay the moving bill, you pay that monthly bill, you pay the fucking mortgage. That is not my motherfucking problem. Stop it. People kill me. Two thousand shots of <laughs> American dream is a house car and a dog. Yeah, for a fucking poor motherfucker. Ain't my fucking American dream. Ain't the billionaire mine says American dream. That's that's poor mentality. To a poor motherfucker, that's what that American dream existed in the 60s. When houses were fucking actually priced right. When a dog was priced fucking right. When life was just a lot easier. Even when it was that old, they knew it was easier then because shit was cheap. It was easy to move around. And the American dream is survival now. There's no such thing. A dog is dumb expensive. It's a lot, a lot. You know how many dumb motherfuckers I know that got dogs and be taking them to the vet and don't have dog insurance? Do you know? Do you know you have pet insurance out here? 
Niggas is so stupid. I know motherfuckers that I know a nigga that told me he spent twelve thousand dollars on his dog's operation. I said, bro, do you have dog insurance? Unfortunately, no. Okay. You pay twelve thousand dollars on your dog's operation? You didn't know as a pet owner that you have dog insurance? Oh, I get it. You thought you was gonna tell me twelve thousand dollars, I'm gonna be impressed by that. Another nigga told me, oh, my bed, my basement flooded. I had to spend like 50000 of your own money? Yeah. You didn't have insurance? Yeah, they didn't cover the basement. Okay, well, I was sold that fucking house. 50000 of my own money? They flooded out with the basement for tenants? Okay, so, oh, I get it. You told me that. Oh, that sounds impressive that you paid $50,000. Yeah, you're a fucking fool, you dumb fuck. Fuck out of here. Niggas kill me. A lot of you niggas probably look at the guy that lives in a fucking motorhome and a van. Oh, he is a piece of shit. He's a low life. I got my house. You're okay. Just remember, you lose your fucking job. You're going to have to jump off the fucking damn river. The nigga, the nigga that fucking gets kicked off. What's going to happen to the guy that, 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 that they take his fucking van if he's not in it? He go get another one. He living on the street already, nigga. And what could you do to him? You'd have to kill him. But see, what happens is when you have all that debt, nigga, you end up killing your fucking self. You're going to kill yourself with stress. Your health is going to fucking decrease. Because all that stress, see, we don't, I know the deal. Because these niggas got to pay me. I see the bullshit. I hit him with the bill. I said, well, hold the fuck up, nigga. You just bragged to me about all this money you put. Now you want to give me fucking some chump chains? Nah, nigga. We ain't doing that. You got that fucking Benz in the fucking damn garage, nigga? No, you ain't getting no discount, nigga. No fucking discount. And I'm charging you tax. Fuck out of here. You should bring a, a millionaire and ask him questions. I don't have to do that, nigga. Why would I bring him here? I ask him enough questions. We talk. Talked to the nigga yesterday. I got to bring him here for what? I'm the billionaire mindset. He's a millionaire. Fuck he going to tell me? He inherited some serious money. He did what he had to do. Shout out to Q Jing. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to bring. Oh, yeah, y'all need to hear some to a millionaire. Nigga, there's a million fucking motivational speakers on YouTube. Millions. And they're millionaires. And they're billionaires. And they're like, hey, go get it. Don't give up. Do what you got to do. Has that worked for you, Neff? Has that fucking worked for you? Show me a motherfucker that got became a billionaire because he listened to a whole bunch of motivational billionaire videos. I mean, millionaire videos. Show me one. Show me fucking one. Show me one. Shout out to Simon. <laughs> These niggas killed me. Fuck out of here. Don't get impressed with that bullshit. You know how many dumb hoes I be meeting? They be like, yeah, because I got my house. I just close. I'm like, oh, here we go with the ghetto shit. Oh, boy. Ghetto bitch trying to impress me. Then you have the fucking audacity. We go out to dinner and you want to sit there and think, I'm going, bitch, you just told me you fucking got this job. You a lawyer. You got this house. You got a band. You got all this shit. And nigga, you think I'm going to be taking you out? Are you fucking kidding me, bitch? We eating at your house. I'm ordering some fucking Chinese food. And even that, you paying for that. You the one bragging. If anything, I would take out is the poor woman that don't have a lot. The woman that don't have it. The one that I had to pretty much beg to come out the house because she didn't want to be an intrusion on me. She didn't want to intrude. 
She don't have a lot. And guess what? She It goes a longer way with her because she don't want a lot. She don't want to take nothing. Here, to give this for your kids. Nah, that's all right. But you fucking broke, bitches. You'll, you'll sit up there with this, I got this, I got that. A man got to bring something to the table. Bitch, a man will never bring nothing to the table because any smart motherfucker is going to use you. You got all that debt right now and you thought that shit was going to be flashy. Now I'm fucking you. I got your heart and I'm going to fucking drive your car, drive other bitches in there and you're going to wish, oh, the next nigga got to come. The next nigga is not going to come here because the next nigga knows the only one that's going to appreciate him is a motherfucker that don't have a lot. Fellas, don't date girls with debt. Don't fuck with them. You're going to help a woman out. Help a woman out that could really use, use it. She appreciates it. She may live in a ghetto, but she may be sweet. She's a nice girl. She appreciates little things. And don't cost, she don't cost a lot. But that motherfucking damn problem, that damn high-level bitch, or that high, uh, what do you call her? That fucking uh, high-value, whatever. Not high-value. That motherfucking high-priced bitch, when she has a financial problem, you're fucked. Well, I'm a little low on cash. How much you need? Uh, could you let me hold two thousand? Well, listen, bitch, I'm gonna give you a hundred dollars. I can't, I can't lend you two thousand, but I'm gonna give you a hundred dollars. I'll never speak to her fucking again because that bitch is a problem. Fucking kidding me? I use the name Jeff. You said name before my bad. Shout out to Big Neff. Yeah, man. I listen the Jeff Bezos. That's what I'm trying to tell you. This billionaire mindset has been created and be a year old this June. It's been created in June of 2021. Not only from an incredible person, but I had an epiphany and it changed my life forever. There was just a 17-year-old billionaire I seen. This nigga was so humble. Niggas was on his dick in an interview. And the nigga, only thing he had to do that was cool, he corrected the nigga. When the nigga said, you're worth millions. No, the kid said, no, billions. 17 fucking years old. <laughs> Come on, man. Shout out to Big Nut. That's what guy anyway. Um, shout out to Sales, man. Appreciate you. Nah, Jamaican landlords are the worst. Let me tell you something. There's this one woman. Just Trinidadians, just as bad. They just as fucking bad. West Indians, when they own a house, they think they are God. I own a house. You lazy Americans. You you guys are lazy. They think every fucking American is lazy because these niggas came from countries where they walked in no shoes, my nigga. They came here with no fucking shoes. They came in and then they thought they got a little jobby job, got put themselves through a little school, got some money, was like, yeah, I can make it. And that's what happens. They become cocky. Foreigners come here, they all do the same shit. Mexicans don't, though. They low-key with it. But Jamaicans and, and Trinidadians, if you got a Jamaican training landlord and they live in your fucking building, you're fucked. You're fucked. They, they want to keep the noise down, who you're bringing in the house, who's that person. Then they start talking a the language. They get their son over there. That nigga start trying to scare you, flex, show the hammer to you, bing, bing, bing. Next thing you know, you're like, hmm, what should I do? Fuck them, leave. Leave. Now they got to look for a tenant, fucking fix the whole house up. They, they, but what makes them feel superior because they feel the Americans are bums. So they have a home now. So it's like the white man. But they respect that white man, though. Jamaicans don't talk that shit with white men. The uh, Trinidadians, the, the Africans, they don't treat that white man like that. They kiss his fucking... The only landlords, they kiss his fucking ass. He come around, yes, sir. The Jewish man comes through. Let me tell you, let me tell you how deep this is. Jamaicans, they see that Jew come through. 
That's that's their God. Because they know that nigga will buy him the fuck out. See, Jews are smart. They know that we stupid. They know a nigga will sell his mama's soul. A nigga, they know, a, a Jew knows a nigga will sell his mama's soul. Who's the person that owned that house? Oh, Jamaican family. Oh, yeah, show them the fucking money in the briefcase. You know how they do. They know us. But you can't go to a Jewish community and buy a house because it's not for sale. They don't give a fuck if you give them 10 million and the house is worth 200,000. It's not for sale, bitch, because them niggas is thinking about hundreds of years from now. They know we stupid as fuck. So they get smart. They say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to build some property in Atlanta, build a whole bunch of fucking houses because these black motherfuckers and go to New York. This is the plan. I swear to God, that's how they do it. Seriously. They build these communities up. They buy all the land. Fuck it. Jews are smart. They buy all the land for cheap. Bing, bing, bing. I say, fuck it. We're going to develop it. We're developers. We're going to build We're gonna build these houses, put some nice wood floor because niggas love a wood floor. Put a little barbecue grill, a little pool. You know, niggas don't swim, but they love a fucking pool in their backyard. Fuck it. They're going to compare this house to some shit in Manapolis, New Jersey. But they're going to see it's down here in Atlanta. So the fucking house is going to be worth like 200000 Fuck it. They'll make an extra 100000 They build the fucking house for 30000 30 grand they build the fucking house. Material, maybe another 40000 A nigga from New York, they say, hold on. Well, we got to get this nigga out of here. So what we need to do, we're going to spread out. Y'all going to go get all these black dumb motherfuckers. The poor white ones too. And what y'all going to do is y'all going to go to their house. Because these niggas is in debt already, right? First, we got to get the motherfuckers and do these short sales, the motherfuckers that ain't paying, the ones in foreclosure. We, we, we could destroy them. But let's get to these dumb fucks. So this person, they know the black person, the house was given down to them from centuries of families ago, four generations. You know how you get a nigga? You just, that Jew man just comes up, show him that fucking money. That black motherfucker going to sign a dotted line today. He, he'll be homeless. I've had niggas call me from a hotel. Could we, put, come, could we come pick up their shit? They just sold their house. You know how many black fucking older dudes? I said, man, you sold? He said, yeah, man. I say, I could tell they sold when they moved to Florida. Soon as you hear a black son of a bitch saying they moving and they older, they sold out. When you hear a black senior Moving to Florida, Atlanta, anywhere else out of New York, they sold the fucking house. They get them. They've been doing this shit just for fucking eons. My grandmother, my grandmother left five fucking houses to my coon-ass fucking aunts and uncles, and guess what they did? Sold that shit. Five fucking houses in Brooklyn and Tapscott Street in East New York. Five. I live this. Nigga can tell me shit. Salute, Coach. Nigga, good topic to discuss, especially in New York City where people live on their high horses. Niggas live on their high because everybody front. Everybody's pretending. Don't believe that. They're all pretenders. Niggas, are, niggas got insurance bills for cars a thousand a month. Niggas' cell phone bills for their kids is fucking like 500 a month. Niggas is broke. Credit card bills is $20,000, $30,000 in debt. And you can't fucking talk a credit card company now. Do you know credit? Do you ever know what's with credit card companies? The only bill you pay, you never see go down. The only way you're going to see a credit card bill go down, you got to get that nigga a chunk change. $5,000, you got to you gotta give them niggas at least $2,500 to see a fucking movement in that credit card bill. $5,000 and you pay a minimum payment, that shit goes nowhere. It keeps going higher and higher and higher. Credit card companies can charge any fucking thing. They can charge 30 fucking percent. 
They're not even regulated. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, it's unofficial and it's legal. He doesn't sign every month. Okay. It's unofficial as an illegal. Oh, okay. So fuck him. I wouldn't pay him shit. Tell that landlord to suck my dick. I would tell the landlord in his face, suck my dick. Fuck you. I spoke to Big Nate, the billionaire mindset. He said, eat a fucking dick. Tell, matter of fact, show him this video clip. Matter of fact, let me tell you. Hey, landlord, how you doing? My name is Axton Nathaniel. You heard of me, the billionaire mindset. Oh, yeah, yeah. Motivational videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do all that shit, but you probably get me mixed up with a whole bunch of other motherfuckers with their baseball caps and sitting there like, go do this. Don't give up. No, I'm not that guy. I'm more of a coach type of dude. I'll coach you, but I'm going to tell you this, man. You got that illegal apartment, right? I'm telling your tenant suck to tell you to suck his dick. Fuck you. I wouldn't pay you shit. Welcome to homeownership. Suck a dick, nigga. Fuck you. And I dare you to go fucking tell the deal builders department. And if you, and if you fuck with me, I'll call 311. I'm telling you, nigga, I'll call 311. Okay, anybody that's out of town, that's 311 is information, okay? Remember back in the days when we had um, beepers and pagers? 311. You put a fucking thing on 311, guess what that landlord? Tell that motherfucker what I said, 311. Tell him the DOB. Tell him if DOB hears about this and watch him fold. He gonna fucking, that nigga probably gonna buy you a kitchenette set. You want a free TV from the motherfucking free went? Tell him what I said. Fuck it, that's what he get. You move, you move the nigga into an illegal apartment, I wouldn't pay him fucking dime in there. Now tell me how good it feels to be a homeowner then. Shout out to illegal. Tell that fucking asshole. Show him this video clip. I'm dead ass serious. Tell your tell your peoples this. Watch this video clip. I wouldn't pay him a fucking thing. New York doesn't play. And God forbid, is a fire in that motherfucker. That 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 homeowner's going to jail, and you're gonna make like a three hundred, four hundred thousand off the fucking damn lawsuit off that shit. Are you kidding me? The city's hard on that shit. Fuck out of here. Must be out your fucking mind, man. Shout out. Y'all better hit that like button. <laughs> man, fuck that rent, nigga. The only way y'all niggas could bring these house prices down, you start renting the house. The housing market going to be like, nobody buying a house. The last quarter, nobody bought shit. And the feds will lower that fucking rate. And then the prices will come down. Y'all keep buying them. Y'all going to fuck everything up. Y'all got these prices up because y'all stupid motherfuckers don't listen. These niggas out here that would do anything for a house. One of my men, he get his dick sucked all the time for fucking putting loans through. Literally, he be fucking his clients. I want my poor bitches would do anything. My man fucked the girl right up in her apartment because he put her to a house. He had to connect. She sucked his dick. Don't don't play with me. I know this is one game I know too much well about. <laughs> I had to replace the pipe and the boiler. Hell yeah, everything was up during COVID. Yeah, it's still up. It's gonna keep going up because these dumb fucks is gonna be like, oh, I gotta your COVID is over. We're gonna light it up this summer. Wait till you see how many stupid motherfuckers come out here this summer. Why you think why you think Rolls Royce trucks are four hundred thousand dollars? Cause niggas are buying them. They're leasing them. As long as the general public buys, the prices go up. Demand, demand, demand. It's all about the demand. If you're selling Coke, nigga, and there's a shortage, if, if you're selling Coke, God forbid, right? You're selling Coke, and you know there's a fucking shortage in Mexico. They had a big explosion and all whatever would happen, right? And your Coke, you were selling for $10,000 for this. Nigga, you could raise that bitch to 20 fucking thousand. What a nigga going to do? Fuck the nigga. The keys is fucking 20000 now. Matter of fact, twenty five. 
and niggas gonna pay you. So once they start paying you, you could keep the price the same. Why would you lower it if niggas are paying you? That would be dumb. If I just sold out a store with a whole bunch of shit with the prices go up, I'm keeping the prices up. You bring the prices down when business starts going bad. That's just common sense with anything. Shout out to Rick Rowe. Shout out to Cameron Cop. What up? Only used over here. I don't need lease, neither finance. Let me t- let me explain something to you, man. Let me let me let me tell you about the let me tell you something about the the the, the boroughs and anywhere you live in the city. Now let me let me be clear. I know y'all have apartments in a lot of these countries, these states that y'all live in, but you got to remember, I live in a city, so location is it's about location. It got nothing to do how big our shit is. It's about our location. So what I'm saying to you is is this. I could probably rent a three-bedroom in Texas for 800 a month, right? Okay, cool. A three-bedroom here is going to cost $4,000. If you're lucky, three-bedroom, maybe 2503 Now the neighborhood starts to come down now, feel me? So my thing is, it's location. It's this what you have to pay to physically live in the city, not... Not the ambiance of being, the convenience of living here. Now, if I want to move a little away from the city, then things go cheaper. It's common sense. So if I live in Virginia, if I live wherever, and um, out there where the houses are cheaper than us, it's less expensive because you live in a country. Everything is about location. It's like a navigation. A navigation knows where you're at. Your GPS knows where you're at. When I'm positioned here, it's going to be higher. If I go anywhere else other than here, it's cheaper. But the downfall is, is that I'm not here. I'm not in my city. Okay, cool. So the thing is, y'all, in some of y'all states, y'all shit is so widespread. Y'all hoods is houses. Right, like you got a hood that's fucked up. When I watched the first forty-eight, very seldom the niggas is walking in the building. So y'all look at buildings as a peasantry, because y'all don't y'all don't know what a luxury building is. Luxury buildings are usually in big cities. Okay, luxury fucking buildings. You have no idea what that looks like. It kind of looks like when you go to a resort on vacation for the weekend. So I get it. So if you live in Alabama in a fucked up hood and the hood is houses, right? Y'all niggas are seeing houses even in a ghetto. Us, we don't, we can't imagine that because we don't have houses that are ghettos. Because we're in buildings because we're on top of each other here. We may have a couple of side blocks that's fucked up in the hood that got houses, but we're in the city. There's buildings here. Like a city means buildings. Like there ain't too many fucking cities where there's two story fucking buildings there. It's going to be high rise building, right? So we get why the uneducation of that, the lack of education of you understanding it. But what you have to realize is that if you feel you got big balls and kahungas and you're in a backyard and you said you could do whatever you do and I'm next door and I got the better fucking house with more you know, amenities and stuff and I'm paying it to a fucking renter, what, dif- what is the difference between me and you? There's no fucking difference. The difference is, is that nobody knows the difference whether you own or rent. But the deep difference is, God forbid, that fucking pool backfires and floods into your fucking house. You're fucked. Especially if the insurance company finds that it was your fucking fault. They'll tell you, suck a dick, nigga. We're not paying for this. You should have fucking maintained the pool. There's a little ball got stuck in the damn thing and had a backup. You fucked. 
the difference with me, even if I fucked that up in the fucking rental house, I could have did it. I could have literally fucked it up myself. The landlord is responsible and he has to fix that shit or I won't pay him nothing per month. So do understand. So when you look down on people, remember, you're the one that's going to have the last laugh, especially a nigga like me because I know the laws. Don't play with me. Um, DJ Cadillac said, leasing is a better financially, lower payments, higher price cars. You have to know money factors or residual. Bro, bro, I'm in the car business. That's not going to work. Sorry. YouTubers, can you tell this person this? Like, I'm in the car business, my brother. That's pure bullshit. It's fucking not better. It's better for the fucking dealer. Okay, it's a ripoff. Leasing is terrible. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, don't lease or finance a car. Pay that motherfucker cash, period. There's plenty of cars for under 10 fucking grand that was fucking $70,000 five years ago and they're worth shit. And the higher the miles on a lot of these cars, the better it is because the car already went through all the shit. Do not listen to this crock of bullshit. It's a fucking lie. That's bullshit, okay? Them overpriced fucking damn, them overpriced fucking Escalades $120,000. Meanwhile, niggas are driving around in 2012. Escalades worth fucking six grand. Tell me what part of the game is that, brother? So tell me right now, leasing is better financially, lower payments, right? That's typically what a nigger or a low level or low self esteem person would do. The only person that should be leasing a car is niggas that got tons of fucking money and can afford to throw it in the garbage. Don't ever finance or lease a car. And I sell fucking cars, nigga. Okay? I'm still telling you, don't ever do it. It's the dumbest thing to do. Now, if you choose to do this, I could fucking rip you off. But it's a rip off. Okay? I got to connect in Lambo. I got to connect in fucking Cadillac. I got to connect in Volkswagen. I, 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 know the, I know a nigga that runs 75 Audi dealerships on the Northeast in corporate. Okay? I got a major connector BMW and a major connector Mercedes. You're talking to the wrong one, DJ Cadillac. Trust me when I tell you that's bullshit. I do this, nigga. I've been doing this car shit all my life. I could name a car that's behind me in the dark, nigga, with the lights on. Okay? That's bullshit, nigga. Fuck out of here. Shout out to Moto Miles. What up, big bro? Salute to Moto Miles, man. Salute to CT. Salute to my Connecticut brothers, man. I see you out there riding that damn, uh, uh, that bagger, that bike. <laughs> they got that cruising shit. Should salute. Shout out to NYC King, man. My man's in Germany. Salute to you, big jerk. Salute to you, NYC King. Salute, man. Y'all put them likes up, man. Who wanna fucking battle me? I don't I don't want to lease neither. I don't need the latest car, latest gadgets. You don't need that. Get you a 2010 fucking nigga. You could get a 2000 fucking two Lexus. And that car is more reliable than a brand new Mercedes. And it'll last longer. That fucking Mercedes in two years, it'll be a piece of shit. As soon as that bitch hits 50000 and that warranty up, the car fucking goes down. Why? Because everything breaks. They make that shit to not last because they want you to buy the new body. Boiler is a, it was self was 3900 pipe with pump was 1000 and label was $2,000. COVID prices killing everybody. Yes, I'm in the service. I'm in the service business. I could, I could destroy a motherfucker the same way because all the rest of them are doing it. DJ Cat, leases for those who always like to drive new cars before they need major. Leasing is for poor people that want to be rich. That's what leasing is for. Leases for poor middle class motherfuckers that want to be rich. Poor city workers, poor motherfuckers that want to be drug dealers. Motherfuckers that want to be rich porter, God bless his soul, and Alpo, God, I ain't going to say God bless, he was a rat. 
They want to look like a fucking drug dealer on 125th Street. That's what leasing is for. They purposely make the cars higher and they know you can't finance it, so they let you rent it. It's a rental. And you can't fucking fornege on a fucking damn uh, loan either. I mean, on the fucking uh, the contract. So if you get tired of that lease, you don't want the car, you better off leasing. You better off renting the car. Rent it. You don't want the motherfucking two days, you bring it back. At least you're fucked. You get tired of that car in three months, you got to go on swap at least and sell that shit. Hopefully somebody buys it. It's a waste of money. It's bullshit. Wait for the car to take a hit in value. Get you something with some high miles and call it a fucking day. Pay that bitch in cash and say, suck my dick. I would never finance on the car. And I'm in, a, and I'm in the auto industry. Fuck is you talking about? Yeah, high maintenance. Thank you, Force. Yeah, high maintenance, bitch. Stay away from high maintenance, bitches, man. They're fucking worthless. I wish a bitch would look me in my face and say, well, nigga got to do this for me. I said, well, shit, good luck on that because I definitely ain't doing that. You'd be lucky if you get a fucking Chinese dinner from me. I don't, I don't do nothing for nobody I don't do for myself, so you figure that out. Yeah, it's a fact. If she don't, I had a female ask me in seriously, well, she asked for like a thousand dollars. I said, listen, I ain't gonna put it through on lend you a thousand dollars, then I gotta look for you, no bitch. Um, I don't have a thousand, but I'll give you a hundred. In that way, you know what I mean? She was happy. She was happy with that. Cause I get, I say, fuck it, you ain't gotta pay me. Here's a hundred dollars, just keep it. I ain't I don't know nobody, no fucking money. I know what banks gotta deal with you, homeowner motherfuckers. Every month they gotta make sure they got that shit. That's annoying. Calling a motherfucker every month, man. I'm not in the bank. I'm not a banker. Y'all fucking, y'all brokesters. All y'all brokester motherfuckers and all y'all damn loan people. All y'all do is borrow, borrow, borrow. That's why America is so fucked. All we do is borrow, borrow, borrow. We don't own shit. You can't own shit when you're fucking in the default of a loan. You can't sell me a car that you leased. You can't sell me a car that you got a payment on. We gotta go through the bank. At least if a nigga, you own that, yeah. You know what own means? Own means I can sell you the motherfucker right now. One, two, three. With no lawyers, no banks, nothing. That's owning. You know how to get to E-Rap Assistance Program in New York for not paying rent? Yes. Well, remember, that's easy to get right now because, again, COVID is bad in a lot of ways, but it's good for things like this. You know what I mean? This is this. These are the type of programs that are in the favor of the human being that's working and struggling and trying to get his life to hear he or she life together. These are the things that work in our favor. Programs like this. This is where being an American citizen has its values. Not about you living in Houston. Not about you living in New York. There's great things about our government that does really great things for us in situations like this. Um, the rental assistance thing is huge right now. It's still active because as long as you see motherfuckers still out here with COVID restrictions and we got these new fucking strain. Every time a new strain comes, it gets better for us. Just remember that. Yo, I seen the interview. He was speaking to Jake Paul. Yeah, Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Little motherfuckers. He asked the little motherfucker. He said, "You because you're worth millions of dollars. He said, no, billions. The motherfucker corrected him. I was so gangster. I won't learn her anything. She get a small fry and McChicken with the number of leash on the back. Let me let me explain something to you, man. When I leave here, I'm gonna go right to ShopRite. I'm gonna give me a couple little things by God's grace. I'm gonna give you some food. Pick up a couple little things. 
If anybody came in this studio right now, I got a stove here. I got a fucking air fryer. I got an air fryer that's not even open. My sister bought me, right, for Christmas. It's fucking Valentine's, right? I got a microwave. I got a bed here. I got a full fucking bathroom. This is the accessibility I have, right? So what else would a nigga need to fuck somebody? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just say, hypothetically, professionally, but I'm just saying hypothetically, somebody walked in here. And let's just say she's pretty much doesn't want to see her husband, but she wants to spend some time. She, she watched me do the live. There's, there's alcohol here. There's food. There's... What what does a person need? Y'all, y'all, y'all do, see a lot of y'all doing too much. Sometimes you got to tell a woman, listen, I ain't with all that. Like, this is this is what it's going to be, and this is it. And she's going to respect you. Women want that truth. They don't want the truth of, they, when they say truth, they ain't talking about if you married or let me know. They, that's not just it. They want the truth of keeping it fucking real. A lot of y'all niggas trying to play motherfucking El Chapo. You ain't got El Chapo's money. El Chapo could afford to spend 35000 on the roof and ain't going to do shit. El Chapo could afford to fucking have pools. And, you're not El Chapo. If you were fucking $80, $80 billion, you could do any fucking thing. But $80 billion didn't keep this nigga out of jail. United States of America was mad at the nigga because he would have been out of jail if he was paying fucking the government. The government doesn't like when you don't pay them. The government is like God, right? If you don't, if you don't respect them, you're gonna get punished. When you don't put God first, you get punished. You don't put the government first, they're gonna punish you. You selling drugs, nigga. You making eighty fucking billion, shipping shit back and forth to fucking Mexico and Chicago and New York and all across the border, and you ain't giving us none of that. That's why he's in jail. His his cartel's still going. Y'all didn't know that. His operation's still going. He's in jail because he was the fucking leader and the nigga ain't do the right thing. They didn't lock him up. Drug traffic. No, nigga. Tax evasion, motherfucker. Get it together. Shout out to Michael Patro. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, big bro. I appreciate that, man. Wow. I know you for six years now. We met back in 2016. Shout out to Michael. That long? Salute to you, big bro. Yo, thank you, man, for that super chat, big bro. I appreciate that, man. See how, see how time flies? telling you thank you big bro um solid rock yo solid rock what up man nate what do you think about tk kirkland talk about a man shouldn't be approaching women and don't have 25 dollars in his account tk kirkland is a joke fuck that nigga that nigga's a clown what kind of stupid a man shouldn't approach a woman first and foremost a man shouldn't have fucking been in puff daddy's house and robbing that's why he got blackballed he's a bum you will never see tk kirkland on any national television show ever he's blackballed he's a loser did you that's why you don't see him having his own show on netflix not even netflix he's banned from that he's a bum and nigga you talk about a washed up fucking i don't know how that nigga that nigga gotta do ghetto comedy shows he does ghetto comedy shows here in new york and fucking diners in niggas backyards you pay that nigga like 150 dollars he's a loser he don't have 25 fucking thousand in this cat nigga's a bum tk kirkland is what you call a lo- and you know what's so sad he used to be a dope comedian back in the late you know late 90s but 
He robbed Puff Daddy's house. He fucking stole jewelry. And Puff Daddy's a powerful motherfucker. They blackballed him. He's broke. That's bullshit. First and foremost, I don't give a fuck. If you got $1,000 in your account, what difference does it make? You approach a bitch. What fucking difference does it make? You can approach a bitch with $2 in your fucking account. Don't listen to that stupid fuck. I seen that video. I said, this nigga's a clown, man. Fuck this funny looking, goofy ass fucking fat Albert Teeth looking motherfucker. Fuck fucking Teeth. TK Cooker could suck my dick. And I'll tell TK Cooker to his fucking face. He tried to scare niggas with that hat to the side and talking all that played out Mac bullshit. That nigga's a broke ass nigga. Fuck out of here. He just paid. My man just paid that nigga to do a comedy show $180. $180 ain't shit. That nigga ain't getting top billing on none of these big comedy shows going on with Monique. None of them. Shout out to Moto Miles. Yeah, man. West Indian landlords, man. I love my West Indian people, but not as a landlord. I love your countries. I love your food. I love your woman. I love your culture. I would never rent a fucking spot from you, ever. Nate, do we need a credit card? Yes, you should have one or two. It's always good to have one or two. And, and don't have high limits. If the bank says we're going to give you 10000 tell them niggas, I want that fucking max to 1000 Never have a high limit credit card, ever. You should be in a position to get a high limit because of an emergency, but you should always, if the niggas said we're going to give you 10000 no, give me a limit of 1000 That fucks them up. No, the fuck you not. $10,000, you know you got that. You're going to run it up and you're going to fucking be tight when you have to pay that bitch back because you're going to live a lifetime and never pay that bitch back. And they will fucking, let me tell you something, a credit card, credit card debt is worse than a fucking mortgage. Let me tell you how fucked up this is in a car game, right? You could purchase a brand new car, no bullshit, and have a fucking foreclosure. Take it from me, Okay. I have a place right now, actually in Connecticut. I got a great place in Connecticut right now, a huge dealership, franchise dealership. You could have a fucking a foreclosure in progress and get a car. Have a fucked up delinquent credit card. See what happens. It's going to be a bitch. You could owe 7000 on a credit card. First of all, them interest rate charges are retarded. Credit cards do more damage to your fucking credit then, excuse me, a delinquent credit card would do more damage to your credit than a fucking house. Because they know a house you got to live in there. You understand what I'm saying? That's your home. So they, a nigga still, they'll still give you a car, but you got a couple of credit cards on there fucked up. That underwriter's going to be like, nah, he's going to have to get a letter from them. I'm telling you, credit cards are, they, 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 laws right now are in their favor. So they can fuck you over. Yep. So if you're going to do a credit card, you should have no more than two cards. I know niggas that be having like 15 fucking cards, man. That is insane. Credit cards will destroy your life. But keep it, keep it. It's good to have its convenience. You know what I'm saying? Red see you don't got no money, then you use it. But keep that balance. Keep that fucking uh, credit line low. Each right never have a West Indian. No, never, never. I'd rather have a Jewish landlord than a West Indian landlord. Fuck that. Because me and a Jew, at least we could go back and forth in court. But that motherfucking Jamaican, his kids, they don't want to shoot me up and all that. Oh, fuck that, man. 
I have a house. That's why you Americans. They always say, you Americans, you know, I have a house. I have a house. I'm better than you. You guys are bums. I'm about, yeah, but I pay your mortgage, motherfucker. I pay your fucking mortgage. Now I don't want to pay it, nigga, because you don't want to fix my toilet bowl. So eat a dick. And they take me to court to see what the judge, the judge going to tell you to eat a dick. The judge going to tell you to eat a bailiff going to tell you to eat a dick. All of them going to tell you to eat a fucking dick. Always remember, landlords get no motherfucking credit in court because they know they're fucking douchebags. Nick, that's a legit porn scene description. White girl had fucked up BBC landlord. And... <laughs> yeah, that's that's all over the fucking porn industry. You kidding me? You kidding me? Now, a woman could pay for her rent. A nigga can't. <laughs> we ain't going to get into that. I'm going to confuse everybody. Shout out, Nick. You got people during this time, they are paying above the asking price of homes because the interest rates are low. You still paying more, though. Right? That's exactly what's happening. Niggas are... Yo, let me tell you something. You can't fix stupid. You only can take advantage of a stupid motherfucker. Never forget my words. You can't fix stupid, but you can take advantage. Let me explain what I mean by that. So this is how you take advantage of a stupid motherfucker, right? Interest rates are low. House prices are up. Houses, a nigga could make any price he wants, okay? The Fed determines width is going to be for the amount that they're going to put, you know, interest rates are 2%, whatever. 2% people are going to be motivated. Oh, I buy it. So person's mindset is like, fuck what the house is worth. 2%, I got to go get something. You dig? So it pushes the people to go out and buy the house. Meanwhile, the homeowners is like, hmm, um, let's raise this motherfucker more because it's pandemic. People are buying. So if niggas are telling you the last quarter, 15,000 people buying houses, you're like, how are these niggas buying houses in a pandemic? You shouldn't buy a house in a pandemic because you're paying more. Now, if you have bought a house in a pandemic, let's say in March of 2020 or April of 2020, then you was ahead of the game. Now they're fucking you in the ass. Shout out, to, shout out to Percy. Thank you for that super chat. <laughs> so, so what's happening is you don't even realize it because you're like 2%, 2%. So you're like, yo, they credit. So you get nervous. The bank's like, well, we're going to see what we could do. Your credit's kind of fucked up. They're talking 12%. 12%? Fuck that, 12%. And you start feeling all like you're part of something. like. So, you know, the niggas, they always get happy. Like, yeah, well, they try to get me because like, they like to talk that little house job shit. So now the bank comes back and says, listen, we can do it for three. Now they still fucking rob you because you got to remember, when you're dealing with real estate, them points are very, very, very fucking important because they add up. And ain't like a car point where you have a fucking $15,000 car and you're spending 6% interest. That shit is, exceeds a whole different level when you're dealing with three, four, five, seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollars $800,000. So now the houses are through the roof because now they had to build this bitch. Materials high as a motherfucker. I remember a plywood was like $40. I used to put that shit in my van. You know how much? No, no, $20, $23. Just yesterday, like two years ago. You know how much a fucking piece of plywood cost to put into a 12-foot van? My van, the van I talk shit in, it cost almost $60. So now think about it. Materials high because COVID, they didn't have anybody to make the material. So this is the time now to, if you have a business, if you sell selling something, a car right now is worth more. Your car, your used car is worth more. So you're going to make the money. The problem is now you buy something, you're going to pay more. See what I'm saying? So it's like 
you got to watch it. You could sell it for a lot, but then what you're going to go get, you're going to get, you're going to spend more. The house market is the same thing. So they got wise. So once, once the material started lacking, because all the companies and the fucking damn manufacturers are closing down, they was able to say, you know what? We're going to raise everything. So niggas got smart. All these innovators was like, yo, fuck, we raise everything. And that's what they started doing. Niggas are raised thinking for the nigga to put cable in your fucking house. Nigga, oh, well, the files fucking us, you know, the, the link, the fucking wire may cost this shit, the cyber optic shit may cost this. I'm telling you, they can do anything now because materials are, and people are buying. So now people are emotionally so fucked up because it's COVID. So mentally, people are so fucked up mentally, they're emotional. And the best thing to do with emotional buyers is to deal with emotional buyers. So they're going to pay because when a person's emotions are at stake and they feel like we move into this house is going to make my life better. Yeah, it's going to feel like that when you move there, you move in, all that's just going to feel good. But once you are moved in and reality sets in and it loses its novelty and next thing you know, you got another 29 years to pay for that motherfucker, then reality sets in and then you just going to realize that, okay, well, I got dirt. So it, it's something that they're taking advantage of, y'all. Especially if you need it. It's food is the best way. Well, food, you need food, so... Even if food goes up, you're going to pay. If gas goes up to fucking $10 a gallon, you're going to pay. You got to drive, right? So, but the feds help us out with that way. They're like, all right, they're going to they're gonna regulate gas. They're going to regulate the food. You know what I mean? They're trying to do the best that they could, but housing market, they can't really regulate that as much because it's like, well, shit, if a nigga's that stupid enough to pay it, then fuck it. Um, iPhone 14 prices are probably going to, each 1950, the people that want it fit right. Okay, so here's a great example. Shouts HQ. That's a great example. So the iPhone comes out now. If I was in charge of the whole iPhone marketing team, this is what I would do. We're going to build hype. We're going to add in some other shit, put a new feature on there, curve the fucking phone, you know, say the camera's sicker, has some ceramic coated bullshit, and we're going to raise the price to 1900 for a phone that got fucking, I don't know, 256 gigs. Now, a 256 gig phone, an iPhone 10 is worth $300. An iPhone 11 with 256 gigs is probably worth about five, six, maybe $700. Right? The more the phones come up, they build the hype. Now, people buy it, then they get it sold out. Oh, you got to grab it. You have to do pre-order. Pre-order's a scam. So they put the pre-order shit in there, right? So you grab the pre-order and you're like, yeah, yeah, I got mine's coming. Okay, well, I got news for you. I got an iPhone 12. I went through that pre-order bullshit. Now my phone is old. I just actually went into the iPhone the other day to find out how much my phone was worth. And they told me they basically will give me $700. I paid $1580 something for this fucking phone. This is the most expensive phone I've ever owned in my life. Matter of fact, after all the charges of the insurance and everything, I spent almost $2,000 for this fucking phone. So even I get robbed. But I knew I was getting robbed, so I said, well, there's a better situation than it because now I got this two years, so, you know, um, retention. The retention department is the best department in the phone. I'll just say that. So if anybody knows where I'm going with that, just remember that. But yeah, the retention is always a good thing when you spend the money like this. But again, um, right. So 
think about it, a, night, a phone for 1950. I don't know how many gigs that shit got. Maybe it's fucking one terabyte. That phone's going to be two grand after taxes and all the insurance bullshit. It's, that's just going to be like $2,500 fucking hundred dollars. And as more and more people build the hype, the more and more the phone gets sold out and then people want to have something, they have it. It's all a scam. Yeah, it's the dumbest shit I've ever leased. Sal's HQ said, leasing and financing cars is a waste. These people have look at me syndrome, always stressed just to attract fake neighbors and take family members and fake. Exactly. Listen, there's a, I got a deal to Acura. So Acura is another one of my connects too. So this girl, I, I sold this girl a car. Well, I put her, you know, well, my guy I sold her the car. But anyway, I put her through the sale. Listen to what she did. Her credit was bad. She had a repo. Years ago, they couldn't do repos, but banks are smart. And they're like, fuck it. They'll take the chance because they got all these GPSs on cars. They got all this technology. So they don't care. The name of the game is the sale. So her credit's bad. They say, well, if this motherfucker, she said if if she could pay, they give her maximum payment of 500 a month, but she has to put down seven grand down or eight grand, something like that. I think it was like eight, eight fucking thousand dollars. Just to have a payment at $500. Follow me where I'm going with this. The car is $40,000. $40,000 and change, a four-cylinder. She gets the car a year ago, almost a year ago. I think around March of last year. Do you know that same car she's driving right now? She's still spending $500 a month on that motherfucker for the next three years. I think she got a four-year lease. Add that up. So that's let's 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 add it up. Let's add it up. Let's let's do a podcast. Let's see how this goes. So let's just go like this, right? Seven thousand. She put up. Let's say seven thousand. I don't remember it was seven eight, right? So let's let's say eight thousand. It was eight thousand. It was eight thousand. So eight thousand five hundred a month times. Let's go with three years. So I'm gonna go with thirty six months. That's eighteen thousand plus eight thousand. That's $26,000. Let me tell you how smart the car, the car industry is. That's what the car is going to be worth in three years. See, what they do is they build the residual where they're going to let you pay for what this car is going to be worth in three years. So the car is going to be worth $26,000 pending if she stays in the limit of 10,000 miles a fucking month, a year. 10000 a year, which ain't shit. Right, ten thousand a year when people are driving fifteen, eighteen thousand miles a year. She goes over the fucking thing. It's called like a dollar change a month. So that's more money they can make. They fuck you in so many different ways because they want you to make sure this car is good. And if the car is not in good condition when you bring it back, they're gonna charge you for the mileage or charge you for the fucking wear and tear. Every fucking thing. The sad part about this when she brings this car back in three years, so two years now because almost three years, twenty. She invested $6,000 on a car that she does, she would never own. In order for her to own a car, she would have to give them another $26,000, right? So $26,000 times two, right? $26,000 times two is $52,000. That's how much the car is. Tell you, car industry smart. The car is fifty grand, so she's spending fifty thousand one way or another. But if she doesn't want to keep the car, they get twenty six thousand, and they could fuck it off the car or somebody else and throw the shit on the lot. 
It's a win-win situation for the manufacturer. It's a win-win situation for the car dealer. It's a win-win situation for the car producer, the car owner. And when we say owner, because remember, Acura still owns the car. She does it. She's renting it. It's a fucking scam. Shout out to Tyrone Church. Yep. Yep, that's right. Likes are free. Put the likes up, y'all. Ask the questions. 2011. Listen, let me tell you something. A 2021 Mercedes-Benz S580. 22 now. That car is 150000 Just remember this day. It's 2022 right now, right? And 2024, that same car is going to be worth like $60,000. If you don't believe me, do the math. Let's say the car is 2000 a month. Right? That's what they want at least. $1,000 a month times 39 months. The Mercedes is 39 months. That's 78000 So this is how this is how they, they plan. This is how smart car companies are. What, is, what does that mean? $78,000 is what that car is going to be worth in 39 months. So if you want to keep the car, you have to finance an additional $78,000, even though you spent $78,000 in lease payments. $78,000 is what you pay per month to that car. We didn't even talk about insurance. So $78,000 cash, you bring the car back in 39 months. When they value that car, they, they're pending you stay within the perimeters of 12, 36,000 miles on a, on a clock, on a, on a lease thing. So let's just say you came back with anything 36,000 miles or under. When you bring that car back, that car is worth 78,000. That's what I said, $78,000, right? So it's worth 78,000. So somebody else comes in, the smart nigga's like, well, shit. I just fucking bought this new Mercedes with good miles, only three years old, and only got 36,000 miles, right? So he takes the fucking car, 36, let's say 40,000. That's still low miles for a car that's three years old. He buys a car for 78. He keeps the motherfucker for four or five years. Now, four or five years, the car's going to be a total piece of shit. And five fucking years from the time you purchased that car for 78,000, that car's going to be worth. Let's say you're going to put on another 50,000 miles. So now the car got 90,000 miles. The car is going to be worth like $30,000 on a lot. That's how they make it. It's all bullshit. Yep, telling you. Cars and houses is all a fucking scam. Unless you're making the money. Um, the thing I had... I, would kind of say, I had money, I would be dressed in ways niggas wouldn't know. I had money, I would have on black pants with black... Law enforcement boots with all of the black t-shirts. Who was the richest motherfucker today in that damn Super Bowl? As far as the performers, who was the richest one? The one dressed like a... The one that was dressed least. Who was the richest person that performed on that fucking damn stage tonight? Dr. Dre. Who was dressed the weakest on the fucking set? Who was dressed the most boringest throughout the, all the performers? Dr. Dre. You see how it goes? <laughs> the richest motherfucker on the damn set 
was Dr. Dre. There wouldn't be a Snoop Dogg if it was a doctor. It wouldn't be a fucking Eminem if it was a Dr. Dre. Mary, she was already out. She just did that song, Let's Get It Pumping, because she played one song, whatever. But Dr. Dre is a smart motherfucker. There's not one person on that stage that didn't do a song tonight that wasn't produced by Dr. Dre. <laughs> So uh, Dr. Dre definitely has the billionaire mindset, even though he was not a great performer, but he, 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 he has the billionaire mindset. He's Dr. Dre. Yeah, fuck T.K. Kirkland. That nigga's a bum. I would never fuck with that nigga. T.K. Kirkland commented on the video where I was like, damn, nigga, like, you supposed to be on a whole different level, nigga. How you commenting on me? That nigga commented on the video that I did with O'Shea. He always talk about what niggas be broke because he broke. See, a lot of t- see TK Kirkland is the type of guy, if anybody that doesn't know who this fucking bum is, he he's talking about himself. TK Kirkland don't got twenty five thousand in the bank. He's a cokehead. And he's a cokehead motherfucker. How you gonna have a drug problem and have twenty five thousand? You doing comedy shows for hundred and fifty dollars. Get the fuck out of here. That nigga's a bum. Show me that nigga's top billing. And I bet you that shit's in somebody's ghetto-ass fucking restaurant in the backyard with flies and nets and mosquitoes and shit. Yeah, shit's crazy, man. I'm telling you. Shout out to Marco Towns. I appreciate you. Thoughts on renting a car. What happens if you damage it while you're renting? Well, this is the good thing about renting a car. Now, renting a car is expensive. They're smart because they know. So I'll give an example, right? This is the thing with the rental industry. They're all connected together. So now you could go to Enterprise rent a car and rent a fucking BMW 7 Series, 750. So you go. Actually, it's a 740 because they know that the gas is a bitch on that. But whatever, 750, 740, doesn't matter. Car's 100 grand, right? So you go to the dealership. You you try to lease a, a brand new fucking 7 Series. They're going to want 1400 a month, right? So 1400 a month. You're going to spend 1400 a month times 12. 16800 a year that it cost you in car payments on a lease just to drive this motherfucker. Or you can rent the motherfucker from Enterprise for 2000 a month. See the catch? It's going to cost you more. The advantage is, now again, let's go about it. The reason why I say that, because so you figure if to rent, to rent, oh, I'm sorry, COVID prices, so no COVID prices, the 7 Series would be 150 a day, right? So 150 times 30, that's 4,500 a month. So my bad, it's not 2,000. I was just throwing a number out there. 4,500 a month. So they're like, well, shit, nigga, I might as well go lease this shit for fucking 1,400 a month. Right. The difference is with a rental, you rent the car for things you got to do, special events. You got a big... I don't know, you're going to a reunion and you want to look good in South Carolina, fuck it. I rent the bitch for a week. It's going to cost me a little grip, but I could give this bitch back. I could, I could actually return this motherfucker down in damn South Carolina. So the thing is, whatever you lease is four times more to rent per month. So to answer your question, if you... That my thoughts on renting the cars actually are good, but I think you should do that accordingly. Like, yo, you got a nice date, fuck it. Make the reservation call, hurts up, say, listen, I want to rent a highline rental because they renting them all over the place. And they're going to say, like, an Audi A8 S Class Mercedes BMW. They're going to have a BMW or Audi. They're never going to have a fucking, they're never going to have the S Class, right? So you're going to get the, depending on what state you're in, but New York, they're going to have the BMW or the Audi A8. So you rent that. 
and you waited for the thing. You know what I mean? Fuck it. Like, you're looking good for the three years, but you give the shit back. You ain't got no contract. So the advantages with renting, you don't have a contract. If you 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 rent a car for a week and you don't want to keep it after the day, you can bring it back. And they're just going to take it back. With a lease, you, you've rent this, but you, you, you drive that bitch for four days and you don't want it back. They're like, nigga, you got to keep this bitch for 39 months. You got to cut. We got a fucking contract. Get the fuck out of here. So it's a breach of contract. You leave the car there to fuck your credit up. So that's what I like about renting. Renting is better. What happens if you damage it while renting? Well, you have insurance. So you're either going to use your insurance because you have a current insurance on your car. You're going to use their insurance. And they're going to charge you for the insurance. They're going to probably want 30, 30 hours a day, you know, for full coverage. But now nah, you, you, you use your insurance to insurance. Can you pay insurance every month on your cars? They're a little hoopty. So fuck it. My insurance is all state. I'm going to call all state and they're going to pay my shit. And that's how you got to do that. Um, but you know what, Nate, it's the same with cartel, but you wouldn't, wouldn't they don't even look at like hitman and multi-billionaires looking at, remember billionaires never look like billionaires don't do what billionaires do. Their, their level of flexing is different. You know, millionaires ride in, you know, private jets when billionaires own them. That's the difference. Billionaires own private jets because private jets are very expensive. Just fly here from LA is like $20,000. So to own a fucking private jet, come on now. How many motherfuckers you know that own a private jet? Private jets is like $30, $40 million. Brand new. You could get a used one in Florida. Even some of them shits is like, yeah, there's a, there's a site. You could look at used. You could get a fucking private jet for like, it's like 30 years old. And you still gonna pay like two million dollars for a lot of them. They are dressed in military uniforms, high, so you would never know who they are. Yeah, that's true. Cartels dressed in uniform. That's true. That's a good one. That's a good, good one. Yes, they are. Them niggas. That's smart shit. Dressed in mute. Yeah, who the hell would even think of that? Because they 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 blending in. Um. So yeah, that's that's what y'all gotta think about, man. Just 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 think different. I I don't want to talk y'all ears off with this, man, but. Just it, it, it's it's a different life that we living out here, man. Don't let people don't don't fall for it. And I'm telling you, I see this shit happen every fucking day. Don't fall for it. Don't shout out um expose expose says I currently don't have insurance or own a car. So what insurance do you recommend using? I would use their insurance and ask them what is the least coverage that you have that pretty much would cover the driver and any damage to the vehicle. So let's say, for example, right, they may have three different prices. So the the lowest one may cover the driver. The second one may cover the damage to the car and the driver. And then the third one may be some extra crit, like glass coverage and all this shit. Because a lot of times with, with car rental cars, it's fucked up. You can have a car rental, right? And let's just say you you brought the rental car back. Like you literally brought the shit back to the thing and you left. And then somebody throws a rock on a fucking car and it cracks the window. And the next morning, they're like, yo, we got your car, but you fucking left this big crack in the windshield. I'm like, nigga, when I dropped this car, if it didn't have a crack. And they're like, oh, well, well, there's a crack here. And now you don't have the insurance to cover it because you didn't pick number three. And then they're going to charge you for that shit. And that fucking window on that damn seven series is like fucking three, four grand. So, <laughs> um, 
I would suggest to find out the best packages that cover everything, just to be on the safe side, especially if it's a Highline vehicle, because Highline vehicles, the parts is expensive. And yes, you know, COVID is high and all the parts is up. So, yeah, that's going to cost some bread. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just true. Anybody have any more questions? I, I think the thing is, is that we're living in such a materialistic world it's better to lay low because so many niggas is doing stupid shit that you can't be in competition when everybody's doing the same move. Like, you know, it's bad when common folks are doing things that they normally couldn't do. So that's when you're supposed to go this way. Like, let them do that. Like, you know, if it's like the little ghetto motherfuckers around your way and they got the house and they're like, yeah, we we's going to do good now. Life is great. We doing this. We got a house. We got this. We do. Yeah. Let them, let them do all that. That's cool. You know, and, and, and listen, it, on a happy, you know, on a positive note, that's good that they're happy. If it makes them happy, ain't wrong with that. But what you have to realize is don't, most importantly, you don't be fooled. Don't go visit people's houses, come home, look at your shit like you less, and what you got to start doing with your life. Once you start looking at the next person and feeling that, how to do it with your life, you never be happy. You gonna always look at other people. And always feel fucked up. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like you're going to look at the Super Bowl. You see niggas winning. Damn, I wish that was me. You're going to see this nigga talking the shit about making billions when he had to correct the damn interviewer when he said he was making millions. You're going to see Mary J. Blige on stage and wish that you was her or whether you're a female or not. No matter what, you're always going to be influenced by what other people are doing. You know, sometimes it's best to just enjoy the amenities that they got. Like, fuck it, you know, as long as you get an invite. I always said that with people like as long as you get an invite to the crib and you over there to enjoy and you bring you a little six pack or whatever and then do your shit. But don't fall into that shit because all these niggas, everybody's moving fucked up because, listen, the prices are up for a reason. That means everybody's doing bozo shit. That's why the prices is up. So you got to you got to lay low and 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 kind of strategically think about. Your way of moving is going to be more sensible because you're just going to be simple. You got your you got your refrigerator, you got your crib, you happy, life is good. The end. Like, don't trip. Don't fall into that. Do not fall into that. I'm telling you that right now. Um, Sal HQ says, um, Sal HQ says, materialistic world keeps people unhappy too. It's cool for one week, then you realize that that brand new iPhone not much different than the one you have on for two years. Yeah, it's true because I have another iPhone. This iPhone right here, right? This shit is an iPhone 10. And I paid, I got a good deal in this shit. I bought two of these shits for like $300. And one, the other one just went. I'm going to sell the other one for $300. So... It's a it's an incredible profit. Like they I bought I, I paid both of the phones for $150, right? Somebody wanted to get off it, he wanted to get the new one. So I, I these phones got 256 get this phone still go for three four hundred dollars. I'm gonna sell it for three. I ain't greedy. I'm saying I'm gonna make a double, I'm doubling my profit. I get my money back plus I make $150. That's that's the that's the mindset. That'd be smart. So this this was the better purchase. I mean, this still was a good purchase. I mean, I'm getting a lot out the phone. I, I mean, I you know, I utilize it. And to me, it's like me buying a computer. So that's how that's why I spent so much. I had to think of it as if it's a fucking Apple Mac. And 2004, a good Mac is kind of cheap. 
So that's how I had to look at it. But I utilized my shit. Plus, I got 500-something gigs on there, so it's a lot of memory on there, a lot of room. But, you know, it it, it, it works out, and that's how you got to look at it. So that's that's why the situation changes this format. But even with y'all for Valentine's, man, keep that shit simple. Like, go get some seafood, man. Go get you some fresh seafood tomorrow. You know, go to that damn fucking fish spot. I'm going to get some nice fish. Go home and see, clean that shit, season that motherfucker. Let them clean it there. You come home, just put that shit in some baking soda, soak that bitch. Make your bull. If you single, make it for yourself. And just chill out. Body y'all niggas going to get chocolates and all that. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it, come, because flowers up. Ch- all that shit is up right now because everything is up because of COVID. So they're going to jack prices up. You know, you want to buy anybody any flowers, buy that motherfucker. Buy them shit fucking Tuesday. I want to buy no flowers tomorrow. You're going to get robbed. And then in a few hours, it's going to be over. We're already two hours into Valentine's Day, nigga. How many? We got like fucking 20. When I started doing this live, it was 24 hours. Now we got, we're two hours into this shit. It's two, two in the morning. It's still 60 people here. Salute to y'all. That's why I'm still here. Salute. Um... These phones get their updates too. You get a gaming laptop and find out not quick as nothing. Yeah, I mean that part is listen. The, 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 I love the phone. You know what I'm saying? I, I love it. I, I feel that they, you know, I think they kind of robbed me a little bit. I think I spent. I think the phone's worth a thousand. And some people say, "Well, I don't think no phone's worth a thousand. No, thousand dollars is good for for everything that you have in this phone. Yeah, I think it's worth a thousand dollars. It's a lot of technology in this shit, <clears throat> but." They OD'd with, <coughs> excuse me, like, you know, the whole, the insurances and shit like that. There's a lot, a lot of shit. So you got to, you got to be smart, man. You got to just be smart. That's what the mindset is all about. Don't, don't be pushed by that. Like, stack your bread. That's the name of the game. Just save your money. You don't know what to do with it. Like my mother always said, save it. Don't let niggas tell you, oh, you should do it. Just stack your money and don't tell nobody you stack it. Always, always cry broke. Always a smart, a smart man always cries broke. Cause billionaires, them niggas ain't paying top price for everything. Not services, cause they're like, that's that. See, you can't get over a nigga cause he's if a nigga rich, he's gonna still be smart. So you ain't gonna just get over a dumb motherfucker gonna pay whatever. But a nigga gonna be like, listen, hold, I, I, even though I got eighty million, I'm not gonna give you fucking five dollars for a fucking coffee that's worth thirty cents. You know what I'm saying? Like that, they, they still know what they should pay for. And that's the same thing. How you got to think about it? Like, just stack your bread, work hard, and put your money put your money up, man. That's all. And then you you think, then you come to me and say, Yo, Nate, what should I do with this shit? Then I'll tell you what to do. But for now, if you got, if you unless you need a car, don't buy no car. I mean, finance or lease a car. Unless you need one, don't do that. You know, Valentine's is simple for me. Like, I'm just gonna buy some chocolates for my loved ones. Let me see. One, two, one, two, three. So I got five. That's just, you know, important people in my life. I know some people, oh, a whole bunch of girls. Five. I got to buy five chocolates. I'm going to go right down to this block. I'm going to see what chocolates is. Like big ones, boom, boom, boom. And then I'm going to look and I'm going to say, hmm, got nuts in this one. You know, supermarket, get them shits cheaper. That niggas be like, oh, I'm going to go to the damn God diva. No, don't do that. 
Don't do that. And ladies, if your husband has to do that, tell him don't do it. It's not worth it. Don't put that pressure on him. You know, one of my boys spent $18,000. I mean, he was getting money like that. But was that smart? Of course it was. It was stupid. $18,000 a year later, I'm still like, that was dumb as fuck. You know? Well, the only reason why Valentine's not, it's not a waste. Because Valentine's doesn't have to cost. Valentine's is like the Super Bowl. You 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 could benefit from Valentine's. You really just it's just all about food. You could just cook something and keep simple gifts. Because chocolates are really not expensive. No, it's not really. I love Valentine's. I think Valentine's is incredible. But you know, I'm losing people in my life. So if I can stick with that number five for as long as I can, then it's all good. But Valentine's is cool. You know what I'm saying? Get you a little card. Like I think it's good for a person to see that little red thing on that day. And I think it's probably the simplest holiday that we got. Now, if you got a whole bunch of girlfriends, then that's a problem. It's a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Red roses are cool, but I'm not a flower person because they die too quick. I'd rather get a plant. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather buy somebody a plant. I had a I had a female give me a plant three and a half years ago, and I just lost that shit recently. Yep. Because I wasn't maintaining it, but I was neglecting it and the thing died. But you know, I let it I let it die too long, like too long. But I'm going to get some new seeds and bring it back together. But plants are really the way to go. But if you want them, them coons just going out there doing Valentine's, going to dinners and all that, nah, that's that's a waste of money. That's that's what you do. That's a waste of fucking money. That's stupid. You could go to the you could go to the supermarket and get a basket, put a whole bunch of candies in that motherfucker, mix it up, put a red bow. She wake up, she happy, and the day is over, and you know. Valentine's has become a very simple holiday. You don't have to spend money on that. If I'm with a woman that that's high maintenance and she wants something like that, I just won't do it. I just I've had high maintenance girlfriends. I'm lying, my bad. I had high maintenance girlfriends and I did little things on Valentine's that they still remember. So I've been doing this shit for so long, I just know what to do. I don't spend big I spent money. The most I ever spent on Valentine's was four hundred dollars. And I remember that because the fucking bill was three hundred and eighty dollars. I'll never forget that. In two thousand seven, yep, me and my ex went to a fucking dinner, and I still was hungry. I had, when I dropped, when I went home, I still had to go to the hood spot, Kennedy Fried Chicken, to get a meal. I'll never forget that because this nigga talked about an eight course meal and this little shit, man. My big ass, they couldn't even fucking fill me up. So, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Sally's, shout out to Kennedy. Oh, God, you says, what's up, OG? Shout out, to, shout out to you, big bro. I appreciate you, man. I'm getting ready to sign out in a minute. I just want to tell people that's watching, man, like, don't get discouraged by that shit. I've been in the moving business. I got hella niggas that own a whole bunch of shit, and it's a scam. You know, we teach each other, and they know. Don't be impressed by what another motherfucker got. Don't use that as your motivation. Your motivation should be you. Fuck them. If a nigga got it, that's good for him. Nigga want to show you his house. You got to stop a nigga in these tracks. Listen, listen, let's get to the eating, nigga. Like, we could talk about this shit later. Learn how to cut a nigga down. You come to the house to be entertained. You ain't coming to see what a nigga built in the fucking thing. So what? Big fucking deal. You go home back to your house and you feeling fucked up. Like, oh, oh, you know, damn, I got to get my life together. Then you've been influenced. You know? That's not good. You got to fix it. It's the same way if, if you smell some fucking fentanyl and you got knocked out, you've been influenced. So you you don't want to smell that gas, man. It's all bullshit. Don't don't fall for that. They lying. 
Elias, shout out. Um, I got some peanut punch drink and help my back. Yeah, that's what's up. Come on, that peanut punch drink. Now listen, I fuck with them West Indies hard body. I got a dude that's right there in Flatbush, and they got the great juice spot, so that's what we go to. So, but um, tonight I'm gonna get my gifts tonight. I'm gonna get my little gifts right now tonight, two twenty in the morning. I'm gonna go get my shit, so I ain't gotta worry about that tomorrow. It's nothing like waking up and I ain't gotta worry about that shit, you know. Because you don't want to be in the store with the mother bowls. So I go in there right now when a night crew is in there. And I load up. Great great show, Nate. Thanks for the bill, bro. I appreciate you, DJ Self. No problem, man. Listen, man. It's, it's That's what it's about. Don't let that shit fool you, man. You know, I love my home, man. I love my bed. I love my bathroom. I love my fucking toothbrush. I love my TV. I love my carpet. I love, I love my crib. I'm saying... I love family. I love, I love, I'm thankful for God to give me a roof over my head. And that's what I wanted to save to the end of this video. Anybody talking smack? Cause you know, niggas going to try to diss and put the comments up that they want to go in. At the end of the day, be grateful that you got a roof over your head. I don't give a fuck if it's a mansion. I don't give a fuck if it's a shack. You got a roof over your head. Be thankful. Y'all missing the concept. You're losing focus. March of 2020, all y'all niggas are worried about dying. Y'all were scared to death. You couldn't even go outside your door. It's almost March 2022. Wake up, people. Humble yourself. Be thankful that you got a roof over your head. When you come home, be thankful. I could do it right now. Thank you, God, for this microphone. Thank you for this computer. Thank you for this laptop. Thank you for these lights. Thank you for this backdrop. Thank you for my equipment. Thank you for my... My phones, thank you for my shoes, my jeans, my hair. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my health. My health. Thank God for my great health. Thank God. Thank you for my family. Thank you for the security cameras here. Thank you for my automatic start. I can warm my car before I get in there. You know, it ain't new, but it's mine. <laughs> you know what mine means? That means I don't owe nothing. You know, you have to pay insurance, but you have to have insurance by the state of New York. I'm pretty sure it's the same way where you're at. And that's understandable just in case I get in the accident. They want you to have the, that you want you to have mandatory insurance. Okay, cool. But make your home, your house into a home. That's all that matters. As long as it's your home, it's yours. You rent it, you lease it, you, 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 what's the other thing that they do when is when when they don't pay for it and they, they go into people's buildings and uh, squatter? You're a squatter, so if you're a squatter, that means you don't pay shit. You just made an abandoned building your home. It's your home. It's your home. You live in a car. You live in a box. You live in a bench. You live in a under the city subways. You live in a tunnel. It's your home. That's it. I, I can't, I don't, I, I don't knock, I've never been homeless by God's grace, but I don't knock homeless people because I feel as if homeless people, who are we to judge? If they happy, who would that stay home? That's the, I know that this homeless people stories, I heard the people that get money and they still won't go get an apartment. They won't even get a crib. They, they'd rather live in the street. As long as you got a roof over your head, be thankful about a roof over your head. That's it. So don't trip. Don't trip on what the next man got. When you got a hell of money, then you go get a house. If you got to struggle and then you got to go get a house, then you're just going to be struggling in the house. Like, it don't make you better than the next motherfucker. Like, so what? It take a lot to impress me. So I'm just saying, don't, don't, 
don't trip on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tao's Q. Kennedy Fried Chicken, New York, New Jersey. Give me popcorn chicken and fries and some ketchup, barbecue sauce. You want to hear something, Sal? Rest word on everything I love. I spent $380 on this fucking meal. And I said, I remember that day. I said, I would never do this ever again. We get up to the KFC. We get up to the Kennedy Chicken Spot. You know what I got me? I got me a fish sandwich, onion rings, and a sweet potato pie. I will never forget that. And I was good. At the end of the day, that's all we had to do. Sometimes you could do some wild shit, especially in this internet world, nigga. Like, you could be a candy fried chicken and do some wild shit, set up the fucking table. People will be in there taking pictures of you. Your shit will go viral because niggas are seeing, yo, this motherfucker's in here with his broad. They literally put a candlelight dinner, Kennedy fried chicken. And guess what? Nigga, nobody will ever forget that. That's how, that. That's my level. That's the billionaire mindset. You can't give a fuck what a nigga think, man. You know what I'm saying? When you out here impressing people, then you're going to give a fuck. But I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? My impression is I'm impressionable. You know what I'm saying? I'm impressionable myself. I leave impressions when I go places. I leave impressions when I'm in people's ears. And I know that. That's the gift that I got from him. So, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Steve Topper. Nate, I'm devastated by the death of Chelsea Christ. I understand she was Miss USA 2019. Her last Instagram post, she still hits me. Rest hard in peace. Right. But see, that's the thing with, with the mental illness, man. We don't think that shit really happens. And when a woman's that beautiful and that depressed, she's sick. And I don't mean sick in a disrespectful way, but what could you possibly had? What could you possibly feel that you had to take your own life? Even if she didn't have that house, even if she didn't have that apartment, even if she didn't have the success, even if she didn't have the, the beauty, what would make a person? I would expect more homeless people to be jumping off a thing. They feel they don't got anything. How does a person have all that? Like, that's almost selfish. You know what I'm saying? That's why when people die of, of suicides, they don't even bury you in certain cemeteries. You didn't know that? They'll turn you away because you, they're going to see that thing. Suicide, no, we're not here. Killed yourself. You took your own life. I was about to be homeless. I got my settlement, bought a manufactured home on a ace on an acre. I'm glad that I don't have to be worried about where I live now. Well, listen, my brother, the fact that you was about to be homeless, God bless that you got a place to live. I don't give a fuck if it was a building. I don't care if it's a house. The fact that you on that acre and you're not homeless is a blessing. God bless you. Yeah, it's real shit, man. Like, yo, shout out to Solid Rock. It's true because, you know, listen, I didn't grow up not having, but I, I, I grew up seeing people that didn't have. And I always felt it's a lousy excuse. That's like somebody saying to me, well, I want to give my kids what I didn't have. Well, if you're a father and you're giving your kids a father, I mean, that's enough. I'm saying, don't don't try to go boy. It's like kids just need love. So as long as you raise them that way, that love can go forever. That's that's all they want. You know, the the woman that jumped off, uh, what's her name, Chelsea Chris, um, she didn't have love. Love will make you do some crazy things, right? So imagine when you don't have it. You always say love will make you do crazy things, right? So think about that. So put your trust in him, man. Put your burdens on him. Like, don't trip. Like, trust the process, man. Trust the process. Trust the process. Trust the process. You got to trust the process. God works in mysterious ways. Trust the process. 
Okay? Trust it. It, it. It's it's medicine for your soul. You know? You look at the world. Remember I was on doing videos with y'all when it was a snowstorm out here. Now the snow is gone. But now there's a little snow back. But it's going to be brighter days. I don't know when it's going to be tomorrow. Maybe next month. But there's going to be brighter days. Things are going to be bad. And there's going to be terrible days. There's going to be horrible days. There's going to be great days. I'm living it. So I'm not no different than you. You ain't no different than me. I'm not superior than you. I'm not better than another YouTuber. <laughs> I mean, I watch a lot of other YouTubers because I'm impressionable because I'm impressionable to people, but I'm also impressionable when receiving energy. You know, there was one woman that called me tonight and I thank you for her for sharing her experience for me doing this video. Um, God is everything. He got, yes, he does. And if you don't believe that God is real, then hey, that's your that's something that I'll pray for you. <laughs> I guess man is making it rain and I guess whatever, but we're not going to get into that. One thing we just need to know is you got a roof over your head. If it's cold outside in most places that y'all live, you home. Think about that night, man. Think about that night, man, when you out there and there's people out here that don't have a place to live. Like you ever see that person on the street, man? Oh, I hate when I see that. I hate when I see that, man. Oh. You know, there was this one brother and I used to bring him food every night, right? Up until it started getting cold, you know, because he was out there when it was 50, 60 degrees, but brother didn't even look like your homeless, typical person. Like, people always think I was like a bum with no teeth. and No, this brother looked like he just was on hard times. And um, I pull up and I used to just, stuff that would go in the garbage, that's why I don't believe it throwing stuff in the garbage, that's that's somebody's food for the day. And I used to bring him stuff like dinner that it, nobody wanted or whatever. I just bring him food. And he said, man, thank you. He'd be sleeping. I, I pull up, he'd get right up, man. He'll come right to that car, take it all out. And you know what it was crazy? His whole life was right there with him, like bags and, and you know, he'll sit up the bus stop right down the block from me by the courthouse. I'm like, damn, but like I said, you don't see him anymore now, it's too cold. So once it starts getting warmer, I don't know, maybe his luck got better, but the point is what I'm making is, I used to see this brother every night, man, and uh, I'm like, wow, man, like that's his home. Like, like if somebody took that from him, he don't have nothing left. And meanwhile, we take that for granted. We home and got all this hoarded shit all around us. Like, but meanwhile, you got a roof over your head. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't even understand the the blessing of that. We take that shit for granted. We always want more. And then when you want the disease of wanting more, and you look at a person because they got a house and you got a place, and you as a homeowner looks down at a person, you're a real piece of shit. Let me explain something to you. I've had a whole lot of great things in my life, but I still got a lot of great things. I never look down on a motherfucker. Never. Never. I don't even like the... I'm uncomfortable if a person is around me. If, I don't like a person that's short to make me feel like I'm superior because I'm taller. I don't like that feeling. So could imagine if I had a big mansion, I walk somebody's house and they start explaining shit like, well, I'm trying to do what you, I don't like that. So I don't like the feeling of it when a person feels uncomfortable because they may feel that I think that I'm more superior. I don't like that. I don't. So 
You know, if you're a person that look down on people and you think, okay, we moving, fuck New York is dirty, it's a piece of shit. Well, then nigga, just go. Like, that's how I used to talk about y'all with them, with these niggas that buy pussy across the seas. I don't got no problem with you moving. I don't got no problem with a nigga go spend his money. I got the problem with how you look down on a motherfucker. Like, you getting pussy in another country, then mind your, just mind your fucking business. Do what you do and stop worrying about over here. If you move because New York is a piece of shit and they robbing and killing and it's too expensive, then go. Go, don't, 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 don't look at a situation as if like you better than a motherfucker because y'all New Yorkers and I don't like that. Like that's the issue I got. Like get the fuck out of here. Just go, nigga. Go to Columbia, South Carolina, go to Charleston, go to LA, go wherever you go. It just make your move. But when you start explaining shit, then it's all about, huh? Where did that come from? Like, stop doing that. I was surprised at Miss USA thing because damn, throw yourself off something held. I'm not surprised because I'm not surprised, Sal, because people love is love is huge, man. Dude, let me tell you something. You ever look at a child, you could give a kid the most expensive gifts. They don't know what the fuck that is. They just want love. You ever see the kid, they just want you to pick them up? You give them a Louis bag, they're gonna be like, oh, they don't know what that is. Well, that's the same way. We we trained our adults to be that way where that shit matters. And at the end of the day, man, it's all about the love, man. My sister's birthday was just the other day, and I'm proud of her because, you know, what I mean, she's she's she went out to listen. She she doing she doing something I wouldn't do because I, I would have probably went to Atlantic City many years ago. But she's enjoying herself. Thank God she's here. Thank God she's alive. You know what I'm saying that's how you got to look at it. So be thankful for the simple things, man. Like your blessings will come more when you be thankful for little things. But if you let shit trip because this one got that, like you you inspired by that, like that shit don't move me. You go see another nigga get something and you go home sick and looking at your life like it's a piece of shit. You gonna never be happy. You always gonna look at your life as fucked up because you get you get sued by other people. Um facts, God is good. I never take that for granted. Also, don't knock others for what they have going to themselves. Good and bad. I don't I don't do that, man. I don't I don't like the feeling of that. I don't like when people even think of that. Like I had a dude one time tell me, like, um, you know. Well, you know, if people's chart, they look at a person past you, this guy, this guy probably got everything, you know. I'm like, man, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I think we su- I think we're just too caught up in what other people do too much. Like, we we say we not, but we do. When you hear a motherfucker like, I ain't caught up with people do. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm sa- outside of myself because I'm the one being the motherfucking host here, but they really do care. People don't, I don't give a fuck. What a nigga say, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it does. You know, I do what I do for myself. No, you don't. I don't press nobody. Yes, you do. You're trying to. I do what the fuck I want to do. No, you don't. That's a lie. Because I can see through that. And this is no knock. You buy a house, that's great. You got an apartment, that's great. God bless the child that has his own. What happened to that? We forgot about that. So y'all gotta stop, man. Just don't don't trip on that. Don't get caught up in people's bullshit, man. Let's stack your bread and never tell a nigga what you got in the motherfucking bank. Let them let niggas feel whatever. You should be doing this. Yeah, okay. As long as you look at them zeros, keep fucking piling up because your work is paying off, then that's all that matters. Cause at the end of the day, that's all that matters. You working for what? Paying bills or you working to save money? If you're working to paying bills, nigga, you just like every other time, Dick and Harry. A lot of niggas be like, yo, you working to pay bills, 
All right, well, nigga, you just going to be paying bills. You're just a bill pay. You die, you died, and it's just going to pile up. But at least if you stack money, somebody could benefit from that. You could have a loved one like, all right, nigga, work a hard work paid off. But it don't pay off. You're just paying off fucking bills. Excuse me, paying bills. Like, you're just a bill payer. And again, you have you have assets and you have liabilities. You know what I'm saying? If you don't just, you know, do what you do that works for you. But if you're trying to look down at a motherfucker, you got the wrong concept. And that's why I don't like homeowners. I don't like homeowners. I don't. Especially black homeowners. Black homeowners, well, I told you West Indian homeowners are the worst. <laughs> West Indian is the worst in the world, but homeowners. But when it comes to Black people, they're right there. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of black people, they feel like this is the way that the Americans, white people are going to embrace me. And they don't give a fuck. You know, if you don't believe it, it's still going to be division. Move up in a fucking upscale white neighborhood. You're going to face racism there. Well, they want you to be a fucking, even if you're a celebrity, they're still going to, you think you, you think these celebs don't go through that shit? They're going to be that one neighbor that just had long money for generations. And then you move in their hood and then they, they don't give a fuck that you, a celebrity? You think Kendrick Lamar has neighbors that like him or Dr. Dre on any of them? These niggas is billionaires, but or Dr. Dre is, but still going to be hatred, man. So if you buy in a house to impress motherfuckers, you never going to enjoy it. But if you buy in a house for your family and you you needed the space and everything need to work, then it'll work out. But if you if you going to look down on motherfuckers, you'll get yours. You'll get yours. Trust me when I tell you. I'm the one that got to move you in and I'm the one that got to move you out. Just keep that in mind. Think about that. See, I have a great night, man. I love you all. I got to get over here, get these little Valentine's gifts. <laughs> so uh, shout out to all of y'all, man. I love you all, man. And listen, again, keep it simple. If you don't eat no meat, then get a whole bunch of vegetables. Go to the supermarket and go ham. Buy your fucking alcohol there. If you drink, if you don't, get your little non-alcoholic champagne. Get all that shit right there in the super. Valentine's Day is in the supermarket. Don't go to no fucking Chanel. Don't buy none of that bullshit. That's for rich people. Not billionaires. That's for rich folks. If you got money like that, then great. If you're a struggling motherfucker and you're trying to play like fabulous because you seen that him buy that shit for his wife, just remember that nigga's broke. He ain't broke. Now you're pushing it. Yeah, he is broke because that's broke mentality, my nigga. The billionaire mindset niggas don't got to do all that. And if they do, they could afford to. People that do all that floss and bullshit don't got nothing. Trust me, it's all a fucking front. Trust me when I tell you that. Trust me. Oh, in Brentwood, California, the racists didn't want LeBron in the neighborhood. That's what I'm saying. See? That's what I'm saying. You're going to face that shit one way or another. I'm saying, but many of the niggas start looking at niggas as low level. I would never do that. You live in a fucked up neighborhood, nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm in fucked up neighborhoods, nigga. I'm in bad neighborhoods. When I say fuck that, we talk about crime-wise, but you don't look down on a motherfucker, man, for where they live. If you do, if you can look down on a person where they live, because you got a house, you the same motherfucker that passed by a homeless person is sitting on that bench with his whole life in his hands and a uh, fucking piece of shit. Nigga sleeping and minding his business and you look at him low, but you going into your warm house. Wake that nigga up, man, and go around the corner, get a coffee or a sandwich, man. Wake him up, I guarantee you take it. Y'all niggas got to wake up, man. So much love, man. I love you all. Y'all have a pleasant night. Thank you for joining, man. And I'll 